Welcome to the Inner Circle Podcast. We are five best friends who come from different backgrounds and discuss controversial topics and conspiracies. Our consensus is that we value and respect each other's opinions and views, and we enjoy the turns that our conversations take. So we will now introduce ourselves. I'm Miranda, the dog park bitch, and um, I'm very interested in conspiracies. I, uh, they just, they really interest me. I like to talk about them. I like to get other people's opinions. I like to see things from a different perspective and I'm extremely open to hearing um, different ideas and opinions and I consider myself a bread connoisseur and uh, (laughs) I'm also the creator and host of the Dog Park Bitch podcast. Hey guys, this is Two Stone Joe. Hi Joe. (laughs) Just want to let it know that I'm addicted to knowledge and you can thank my background and psych for that. yeah, I love talking about conspiracies and having intellectual conversations. It's just a great way to learn about life and different things and perspectives. But yeah, this should be fun. Just remember, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. Hello, my name is Eduardo. I am a full retarded veteran. I like turtles. Red Crayola tastes best, in my opinion. I really don't care about yours. Uh and dark humor is the best humor. If uh, if if it's any other humor, I I would just dismiss it because dark humor is probably one of the best ways to cure happiness or sadness. Actually, create happiness. Cures happiness too. I meant sadness. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Kelsey, or going by Trash Panda. My uh, favorite. Card against, card against humanity is the screams, the terrible screams. <laughs> I have now been labeled as the horticulture freak, but I'm not really sure as to why. I only have like 70 plants. It's okay. Only 70. Um, it's not a problem until I admit it. Uh, and I'm apparently animal Jesus, according to my dog park bitch over here. But <laughs> yeah, she uh, actually had a pet squirrel at one point, and I just want to point that out because I think that really shows how much of an animal saver she is in animal Jesus. Yeah, if only the crayon eater wouldn't have opened the balcony door and released her <laughs> before her time. <laughs> but uh, that's another story for another time. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, hipster JB. I'm a craft beer connoisseur. What are you doing? Uh, I'm a Manhattan Project Blackberry Bikini Atoll. Um, so, should be. Yeah, read off your list there. Uh, huh? Read off your list there. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, uh, it's it's some pretty good stuff. It's got a uh, a definitely sweet taste to it, which I love. Uh, kind of goes down a little bit easier. Um, I view conspiracies pretty lightly, but I do definitely like to look at more of the facts in the matter. So if they do have some more uh, some more facts to it, then and proof, I'll go ahead and listen to them a little bit more. Uh, don't get too much into the rabbit hole for me, anyways. Uh, and I'm only here because my wife and uh, 
and my friend asked me to. So let's get this on. Um, it said best friend. Oh, did it? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wow. best friend. Wow, I'm you sorry, guys. Wow. Oh. You, you, we downgraded. Yeah, no. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it right here. <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't really see the screen that well. So he's also our dedicated fact checker. So if we're going over something, we're throwing out ideas. We um we look to him to look it all up on Google for us. He's not very good at his job. Yeah, I suck at my job. He likes. But. He wants us to put a disclaimer that not everything he says is true. It's just what he finds on on Google. Yeah, yeah. This is all things that you yourself could find on Google. <laughs> because you can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. But then the again, best search engine in the world. Okay. <laughs> but then again, if you wanted to, you could just do it yourself. But you're obviously listening because you don't want to. So. Exactly. <laughs> I do want to give a, a shout out to um, our listener from our first podcast. <laughs> like I say, listener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so my sister Maria, shout out. She listened to the entire thing and she said it was awesome. And she really liked listening to us talk. And actually she said she liked listening to Joey more than me and Justin. So shout out to Maria for being the OG listener. Um, so we're going to hop into today. We basically all, um, if you didn't listen to the first podcast, we all are breaking down um, different topics that we bring onto the show. We each pick one, whether it be a controversial topic or a conspiracy or just something in between. And um, whoever picks the topic, they talk about it first, and then we open it up for um, opinions and different conversations along the way. So I will start. And today, <clears throat> let's put on our tinfoil hats, please, oh, everybody. We're going to talk about government tracking on phones slash Google filtering what we can see. Um, and it's all kind of within the question I was thinking about the other day is, are we actually free or do we just think we're free? Because I was thinking to myself, like, Construct. here's where I go. So like people in North Korea were always like, damn, like they're like just brainwashed. They don't know anything. They're like in a terrible situation and everything's like monitored and controlled. And then, and then I was thinking to myself, what if that's us, but we like are just conditioned to think that this is normal, that everything that we have is, we're, we're, we're told that we're free, but what if we're not? Because Google, well, yeah, well, all we are is a, like a, um, a money bank for people like mm -hmm. advertisers, but where I was going with was Google, Google's been censoring a lot of stuff and especially with all of the um, Trump shit going on and all of the fake news, like Google has been censoring a lot of uh, information. And even we're gonna go into Joey's topic later, but there's certain things you can't find information for on Google, which is like the largest search engine in the world. So who's to say that they're not censoring what we can and can't read or um, get our hands on. And then the other thing I was gonna touch base on is, I was thinking about it today cause I had to go get my phone fixed. And because my thumbs are literally, <laughs> I don't know if you guys see my thumbs, but they are like all scratched. Jesus. All over them. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Busted as fuck. So I had to go get my phone fixed. And I was thinking to myself, what if they like put something, here's my tinfoil hat thoughts. What if they put something in my phone without me knowing, whatever. But then I'm like, why would they need to do that? Because we're already like, I'm wearing an Apple watch. If I don't have my phone with me and my watch on, they're still able to track everything I do, everything, where I go, um, what I look up, what I listen to, whatever it is. So are we actually free or are we being tracked and monitored and 
um, everything is centered. So that's kind of what I wanted, to, I wanted to open up the floor. So it looks like Ed wants to go and it looks yeah, like yeah. Joey has something to say too. Go ahead. I don't know. Or it could just be mass hysteria. Just, just the fact that everyone is so paranoid on the fact that government is wants to know what we're doing every second of every day, what we're purchasing, what we're, uh, what the conversations that we're having with our family members or friends on products or it, it, it does seem like an interesting topic, but it also can be super consuming and so oh, yeah. uh, addictive because we want to find the answer to something. We're so curious and we were never going to find the answer because it, at the end of the day, it's going to be, well, it could be this. Or it could be the worst possible thing, and it could be that as well. So, I mean, it's always going to be a questionable topic. A, a lot of times, it seems to be the case that it's somewhere in the middle. You know, a lot of people think it's, oh, it's not that. Or, or some people, it's, yeah, but a lot of times, the hysteria is built up on both ends. And it turns out we're just somewhere in the middle between all that, you know. But I do have a, uh, just to throw in, I do have a background in um, advertising, and I have learned... Um, quite a bit about the buying of our data because I would actually go and sell that to businesses to use to advertise. And actually I had two different, um, I'm putting in air quotes, products that I would sell to businesses, which one would be a very aggressive way to target people, which um, you can literally put a geo, I know this isn't news, but it's, it's interesting how far it can go. You can put a geofence, let's say, around a PetSmart and with that geofence, we can track all the IP addresses, which I don't think it's called an IP, but whatever your phone, whatever number is attached to your phone, you can track all of them that come in that geofence for a certain time frame, And um, then you can take all of that, break it down. It'll say, you know, this belongs to a male, this belongs to a female, this belongs to age range, uh, location where they're from, yada, yada, yada. And you can target exactly who you want, send an ad to them on their favorite websites. And then if they click on that ad and come into your store, you can track all of that. And that can be sold to businesses to use. Now it's just one portion. There's another one with social media where you can, sorry, I'm getting really heated. Um, you can, okay. Before I, I give, earlier you were talking about like government tracking. Yes, I'm just going into- I don't know, but I don't think it, it would be in that situation. It would be corporations. Not necessarily government. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm tying, I'm, tying, entity. I'm tying it into government. I know Ed was just saying how we're all like they're they're listening to see what we're buying, what we're yeah, yeah. we're talking to our friends about, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's not actually what we're saying. Like I know there was a conspiracy when it was we'd talk into our phones and then it would pop up an ad or yeah, something. Yeah. But it, actually, it what it really is is it's tracking different things that are searched on your internet. So like. If Justin searches for a, um, a wedding ring, I'm going to start getting ads for wedding rings, even though I didn't search it because it's on the same uh, Wi-Fi system. Yeah, all of our that would be like your Mac and IP. But th that was just to go off of what Ed was saying. How um, we're all just like talking about things we're buying and mm -hmm. um, all that. I know I want to work it back into government, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there because I have a background in that and I know like that's what corporations are tracking. So what are uh, what's the government tracking? That's where I'm going. Anyone else got something to say? Because I, I can add to that. Uh, I have nothing to add. I just wanted to hear everybody else's before I can add more. So I, I took a class in in, uh, in college called Urban Geography, and I've told I'm pretty sure I've told y'all all this story before. How 
Mm. Our professor told us, you know, a lot of times they, they set up these cameras alongside the road. And, you know, you think it's all about construction and, you know, in a sense it is. But uh, when they set up these things, a lot of times these cameras, they just take pictures of people's license plates. And they use uh, their registrations information to get your demographics, you know, where you live, uh, race, you know, uh, gender, all that stuff. And they use that to sell data to other people to, to be like, hey, this would be a great place to put a, a Tom Thumb or a Walmart Chick-fil-A. or uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A. You know, Starbucks would be great for this, you know, socioeconomic group. But a lot of times the construction people are doing that. And who runs construction most of the time? Local government. The mob. There was something I was going to wrap into it too. Is like, at what, where do we stop at what's acceptable too? Because I am, I'm consenting to wearing this watch that my Apple watch and tracking where I go, what I do, what I look up, what I touch, all that kind of stuff. I'm consenting to that being tracked, basically. Yeah. And some people even go further and track their, um, their like all their health. Like I could put in my weight, I could pl- put in my sleep, I can put in literally everything. Even I can import notes from my actual doctors and have it on my file. Yeah, that's so terrifying. That's- <laughs> that, that's stuff that people are consenting oh. to so what at what where do we draw the line of and this is going to be the tinfoil hat mm-hmm. putting chips in our brains or like injecting chips into us or like anything that the future is like inside of our bodies this is on top of us for now yeah but when when is it the time to say this is legal or illegal mm-hmm. yep that's that's the most scariest part because when there's already people now, especially in Europe, it's it's actually um, I was reading a topic about someone that uses biohacking. He's one of the first. He's I believe he's called a a pioneer on biohacking, and he uses uh, he uh, some sort of software in his hand that he implanted himself and swipes debit card or credit card. And then he has like a Bitcoin account, so he uses for encrypted currencies. So I mean, it's 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 very interesting. I mean, it, it can be reliable, it can be safe, but it can also encounter dangers. In I mean, there's always going to be a pros and cons to everything, right? Every 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 action has a reaction. So when it comes to the, the fact that government, local government is taking pictures of other people trying to find the demographics and, and doing all that. Yeah, for capitalism. <laughs> are we are we saying that's a good thing or a bad thing when a government tries to find out if you're Hispanic or white or you're what gender you are? How is that how is that so much of a big deal when census people that come in from census and ask for that type of information? When oh, is it they demand that information. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they demand it. But I mean, fucking, who really does? Who really does it? I mean, come on. I guarantee. I, out of all, out of six years, that as soon as I got out of the military, has it been six years? I don't even know. Has it been six years? I totally forgot. <laughs> don't legally bind yourself in anything here. <laughs> okay, so it's been it's been three years. I lied. It's been three years. For the past three years, I haven't seen any any government come to knock on our door and say, "Hey, 
I demanded census. Well, I would like to know your demographics. I haven't even received anything right. as regards of what's my gender or what's my race or how many people live in my home. Like I've never had any of these people ask that. It's last past year they haven't me. Yeah, uh, dude, we even got a letter that said if we don't answer that we're breaking the law. Yeah, we're breaking the, the law. law to fill out the census. So no joke. No, no lie. We, we got. We I'm got pretty that sure we got at least six different things in the mail for the census. Yeah, for the census. Um, I just said screw it. They came knocking on my door twice in this. Wow. The lady didn't didn't hesitate. She went right into her tablet asking me questions. I was like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> wow. I I like what you brought up because that's another thing. I uh, another I don't want to kind of conspiracy is just like what do they use especially the race data, are they using it for good to better like what they say they are? They're using it to, to get the data to make better programs, to do better for, for the, the, the community as a whole. But are they actually secretly using that to, like Joey was saying, what, what is that called? Um, not gentrification, but were they like- Gerrymandering? Huh? <laughs> no. Were they purposely put like liquor stores and bail bond places and lower income. Oh, like systematic? Yeah. Systematic oppression? There we go, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's honestly. Very, very interesting. It's exactly, and that's where it gets into like a controversial topic. No one wants to talk about these things. They are collecting this data and they're choosing these local governments, these local businesses that are run by white, you know, not my majority people. And they yeah. can choose to put this business in this neighborhood to keep, you know, oppressed whatever you know no no one wants to talk about these things but it's true actually i i yeah. noticed something because where we live we live really close to the jail right yep. i drove by over there on the one street i think it's i don't want to put the street out there but it starts with an r mm -hmm. that street is nothing bad so there's the jail and it's nothing but bail bond alley is what i call it because it's straight up yeah. at least 30 different bail bond places mm -hmm. and three liquor stores and like four gas stations that's yep. all it is right there so as soon as you get out that is what you're tempted with like yeah. there's nothing else in there. There's not like a, a Chick-fil-A. There's really no, nowhere to go to eat unless it's like a rundown like taco shop or something. Not only that, but on top of it, they have like a crazy amount of smoke shops and everything of, of mm -hmm. that sort over there too, which I mean, of course, we all know that in smoke shops, it's not only products for tobacco, you know, and it's immediate temptation for anybody that comes out just to walk, might as well walk right back into that jail at that point. But I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about um, private businesses. These are not even, I'm not talking about specifically bail bonds because there are private bail bond businesses. There are private tobacco and liquor stores and those, and, and, and to think that it, that could be some sort of conspiracy theory can also mean like these private business owners are just trying to make a living, mm -hmm. just trying to sell these products to a person that or to a to a location because location is key. Yep. It is. And if you see these people, it's a, it's where do you draw the line on moral? You know, when it comes to like business, like you, a lot of times people don't put morals in. And when it comes to money, you know, mm -hmm. throw out the window. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. This business, this bill bond is in, in this high density populated area for criminals and people who are getting out of jail and shit. So of course they're going to do really well. So why wouldn't you put a bill bond things? You know, it, if if some you know person from China came over and was an immigrant and wants to make money and they decided, hey, I can do bill bonds. Guess what? That person's probably going to do really well, which is really good for him. And blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you, you got to wonder if things would be different if that bail bond wasn't there. 
What if there was like a life coach there? What if there was like uh, reha- rehabilitation centers? Or what if there was like these other things? Like bigger, like healthier businesses. What if there was like a, a temp service job right there? So whenever they come out of prison, they can go right to the temp For service real. and get a job almost immediately out of get a jail. Or yeah. a place where you can get they documentation can, too. They like collect your data. They could know exactly when you come out of jail, what you excel at. You know, they, a lot of times people in jail get put through programs and get certified in jail to come out and get these, these certifications, you know? You know, yeah, and, uh, you know, the sad part is, I I know that, Ed, you say that um, it's private businesses and everything like that, but actually, um, when you're talking real estate-wise, they can actually mark those properties in real estate as only being functional as certain businesses, Mm -hmm. kind of like with gas stations and things like that, or smoke shops, they have to be dedicated Mm -hmm. to um, be ran as that certain business for a certain amount of years. And if they're not bought out, um, through the city and, uh, how do you, how would you say that? Like local. Yeah. Like transitioned over to a different kind of contract Mm -hmm. through the city of what that real estate can be uh, functional as. Yeah. yeah, Then there's, they're not going to be able to move it. They're not going to approve it on people buying that property if they're wanting to put a flower shop, you know, in, in the middle of all that. But, but, but as far as government tracking, I mean, I can, I can understand when properties can be labeled for growth or for some sort of uh, gain for local business or for local government or even state government. But when it comes to what we're trying to talk here is, is the tracking of how government uh, governments is still trying to track this, even after the incident with Edward Snowden. Because yeah. he, and he, and he still hasn't been pardoned, even though, even though, even though, which is crazy too, because it's like after Trump, um, and I, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect on some of the people that he did pardon, there, there are some people that are questionable, some people that shouldn't have been pardoned, but there are people, there are people uh, like, for example, like Edward Snowden, like he, he's a perfect example of how a, a, a person that went into the military and having a different mindset and try, and went into cybersecurity and trying to do the best he can and getting the actual information that government was actually looking into people's phones people's laptops, people, every, anybody that had technology that had a microphone or a camera can be, uh, what's it called? Monitored. Mm-hmm. And they, and it, it, to, to me, that was actually scary because that at that time, that's when technology was booming. I mean, it's still booming currently right now, but at, during its time, that's when everybody wanted something. Everyone wanted a, that had a camera, a front camera, microphone, that, these, these, these products that consumers wanted the most and Trump not pardoning Edward Snowden is a huge fucking disrespect because he, because Edward literally told everybody, this is what your government's doing mm-hmm. and you, you can't do nothing about it. And still we feel like we can't do anything about it, but when things like that happen, we try to do something about it and we try to have our voices heard. It, there, there's times where it's like, Oh, there, there's, there's, they're, these protesters, these riot, are not they're not protesters, they're rioters, you know, or like it's the same thing about Capitol Hill. There's always a left and a right when it comes to them being domestic terrorists 
or they're actually fighting for what they what they believe in. And that's where where's the line being drawn now? Exactly. Where's the line now? That's why I don't I'm just going to throw this out there. That's why I very much like to listen to conspiracies just because I'm not getting a one sided opinion. It's very much from a different point of view. I'm not listening to the left. I'm not listening to the right. It's a different point of view. Because I don't want to. Everyone has their own perspective. You know? it, it, it's I want to hear from Justin because he's hearing. been quiet the entire time, and I want to hear what he has to say. I mean, it's kind of creepy. I mean, if you think about it, right now we're using a camera and we're using a microphone, and you know that if they were doing this back then, like Ed said, when technology was booming, they're definitely doing it now, only more advanced than what they were then. So mm-hmm. you know, they're they're monitoring so many different things all at one point in time, and. Look, I mean, look right now. We're, I mean, we're being monitored. Everything that we're saying, the fact that we just brought up Edward Snowden is probably going to get us flagged. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be like, oh, we're going to listen into this right here. We're going to listen into this shit. <laughs> but it is, I mean, it is creepy. Um, it is. You know, and it, you also, Ed brought up, it's something to where people are fighting it. But are we really fighting it? Because every single day people are upgrading phones because a new Apple comes out or a new Samsung comes out. Because we're, we're, we're controlled yeah, and we're, we're, just, we're told to buy all of this stuff. And we're, we are little itty bitty ploys on a game board. That's, that's what, all we are. That's, that's it. That's we're what, we're that's like what, the monopoly guys, that's what, you know? That's what, capitalism, that's what makes capitalism so great. It's, it's, I'm not going to go into it. I'm, I, I, like, do, I do have something we, to throw in. But. We want to fight it so bad. But every day we go, we get these things that just are more advanced that are helping them track us even better. That allow them so further into our lives. It's like, okay, are we fighting this or are we just like all kind of okay. in the same page of just giving in and just kind of going with the flow? So yeah. here's my, my take on the, like an opposite side, trying to be positive, you know, an optimist, you know, a lot of times, you know, the data could be really good for, 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 for things. If, if it's used properly, you know, and it's just like, where do you draw that line? Because a lot of times, what if you, you know, need to go to the hospital and you, you need to Google search that some like something like right there, it's there and it helps you. And the National so, Suicide Prevention Line too, that's yeah. another one. If there's, you there's, look it up, then you're going to get different reminders. There's, there. there's, there's good benefits of it. You know, you know, there's, there's beautiful things about technology and the way it moves and how these, these things can pop up. Like there is good that can come out of it, but a lot of times they, like I said, when it comes to money, morals kind of go out the window. You know, they, they, if you're depressed, but you also, you know, like Denny's, you know, you, you, get, ads, you get ads for both, you know? <laughs> so There's always that joke. That's what I really, the, the one thing that I like that came out of, to keep it on a lighter end, that came out of all of the Edward Snowden stuff is the, um, the joke about your, each of us are technically, this is just a conspiracy or an idea for jokes, but that we're all assigned an FBI agent that is attached to our phone on the back end. So like <laughs> the joke is that they see that we're crying and eating ice cream. So they send us ads for just like random stuff that's going to make us happy, random shit. Or they feel like, I think in the last episode we talked about, Oh yeah, you're... It, some, for some reason I got something, something came to me in the YouTube algorithm, which was about conspiracies, which is really weird because I don't, I don't watch conspiracy shit on YouTube at all or even Google it. And it was it was recommended to me, and I sent it to Joey. And Joey goes, "Man, your FBI agent is really trying to fuck with you today." <laughs> He's like, "I'm bored. Watch this shit." Here we go. <laughs> you know, 
maybe the FBI agent just has a, a little bit of input of what should be spoken on, on the podcast as it's time around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I did have one more thing I want to tie in, which might go into a second little rant or not. I'm not sure. Um, and then we can move on. But so the other idea with the when I ask, you know, why is the government tracking us? Why do they need all this info? What are they doing with all this data? I watched a documentary on Netflix and it was I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, they took off the office. So I don't I can't tell you the last time I talked. Let's not talk about the office. Don't right do now. that. We're, we're all <laughs> but anyways. I was on there and I can't remember what it was called. I'll have to, I'll put it in the show show notes or whatever when I upload this, but it was about um, the Facebook scandal and the presidential, um, uh, what do you call it? The presidential election, election of 2016. Mm-hmm. And what kind of transpired and what happened with Cambridge Analytica, like, uh, I don't know if you heard of them, but they're the ones that were like selling, they got data from Facebook users because they sent out like a, where do you stand politically quiz? And when you clicked on it, it asked for a certain data from your YouTube, or sorry, not your YouTube, your um, Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you consented to it, it also gave information from your friends. So even if I never took it, and you, you took it, but I never took it, it was giving them my data too. And then they, they were wrapped into the Trump administration um, for the 2016 election. It goes all about there's like three or four different whistleblowers in there and it goes all on how they um, persuade, not, I don't want to say persuade, but they can use what they know about you and then target you on Facebook with certain things that are going to make you lean more towards one candidate versus the other. And in my opinion, that's what they're using a lot of the data for. Yeah. Manipulation. That's, that's yeah. all it is. Using, using the best way possible to find uh to find you more comfortable or have you more lean into their perspective. It's manipulation. I think it's called the great hack or something, by the way, if anybody's listening and wants to know. And it also brings in Russia. So if you don't know what happened, because I just heard bits and pieces on the news, kind of paint it all out. I don't want to say it's one side or the other, because I'm not sure, but it gives you a good idea of kind of what they were talking about. So that... That idea that they were doing that, 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 a lot of times that preys on people's ignorance, you know, people were easily manipulated, manipulated or whatever. But I was literally just looking up some, some, some stuff because I'm a nerd, I was researching some stuff. And, you know, the, the whole argument of, of, of one of my topics I was going to talk about was, you know, misinformation, you know, and how um, these, these stories and these things, these articles just pop up out of nowhere. And you don't know if they're fact or fictional, but these people could be targeting you and put their, their narrative and their agenda and whatever they want to say to you. And you're going to believe anything they say, whether it's true or false and make you lean left or right or neutral or, you know, whatever the hell they want you to do. Or like Facebook doing that. Facebook saying this is if it says Corona, oh, fact, there needs to be a fact check. Mm-hmm. Or if it's some if it was about the, uh, the presidential election, if it's anything either Biden that. or Trump. It, Biden or Trump? If it's if it's a meme, it fact check. Mm-hmm. When when was I, when was the last time? Like when was Facebook ever a news uh, news outlet? When has Facebook ever become a news outlet? Well, the, thing of, the documentary, the documentary I was talking about, talks about when uh, Facebook decided to become a news site. It actually goes into what because they actually have like a 
I guess there's department. another there's another feed that you can access to use news. as a news yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Versus your like normal feed. It's like straight up news. They've got reporters, they've got articles, whatever it is, and it's all from Facebook itself. Hmm. Yeah, but are they saying they're they're just as independent as the Guardian? I mean, I don't even think the Guardian's independent anymore. Yep. I mean, they kind of seem more. They they lean towards. Uh, what is that? Says news. Joey oh Blue. shit! Facebook under a tab, you can literally look at news. <laughs> and then that's Instagram crazy. I mean, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Um, Apple does. Apple, Apple has their own news. I know Apple does it too. But that's shit. insane. <laughs> I don't even know that. I just knew about the fact checking. They just always try to fact check to make it look like, hey, look, this is what it actually is. But who knows? Who knows if Facebook's trying to make it seem, you know, Who's paying if, it, if it's misinformed, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what? I have no idea. Whose pocketbook is in who? who whose corporation is benefiting who? Like, you know. Yeah. You, conspiracy hat, tinfoil hat. Is Saudi Arabia involved? Or who is Russia involved? <laughs> is, is North Korea involved? Is South Korea involved? Who's paying who? What's going on? Like, what the fuck is going on? Are we free? Are we really free? That's what I wanted to bring up. Like, we think that we're free, but are we just conditioned to think that in these new techno, this is where it ties into not just the government, but the, the are we free? Um, you know, we're conditioned that wearing wearing a tracking device is actually normal. You would Saying it that way doesn't sound normal, but when you're looking at the new uh, Apple Watch or the new Samsung Watch or the new Fitbit that's now bought out by Google, all of that, that's normal now. We're being tracked by these big companies. It is, we're not being tracked by the government. We're also being tracked by companies. And, and, we we're, we're, and, and we're allowing conditions that it's, it, this is what it's normal. We're cattle. We just have a bell around our necks and we have an electrical fence. <laughs> I mean, are we, I, I mean, that's, that's essentially what it is. I mean, it's, are we free? That's the, is it, or, is, or do we just, do we think that we're free? Or are we actually free? Like, what do people in North Korea think? Or are they are they the ones that are actually free, and we're the ones that aren't? This is I mean, this is my whiteboard with the the strings. Charlie Day looking at. <laughs> is North Korea freer than us? Are we just conditioned to think that we're free, or vice versa, whatever? You know, are we I, okay? I like to think that that, or I like to believe that America has a lot of freedom or I would say a lot of uh, more open space with further restrictions. But if you kind of just keep going further into the into the field, into the valley, you're gonna eventually reach a wall or a, a fence or something that's gonna block you from getting further. So, I mean, what, what's, what really does suck is that we say that, are we really free in terms of are we are we protecting ourselves from the government or the government is trying to protect us from others? So like for this, for example, um, the seatbelt law, you know how the seatbelt law was in the house was made. It's 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 a, it's a federal law to have a seatbelt. The reason why was because when automobiles were, were were created and they they tried to figure out why so many people were dying. What, what was the best way? What's best possible way to save people from themselves from dying in these automobile accidents well how about we enforce seatbelts guess what happened people rebelled 
this is this is against my 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 rights as an American. The government can't tell me what to do. You so you can't strap me to the car. So guess what the government did? Well, if you're not going to listen to us because you don't want to protect yourself, we're going to make it a law so that you protect. Uh, basically, basically saying um, if I'm the you protecting others. So like, if you get into a car accident and you fucking fly through the windshield. <laughs> and you hit someone else <laughs> the government's protecting someone else from you and that's how a seatbelt law became a thing the fact that if you fly through a fucking window like Peter Pan and you hit someone else the government is going to say oh well I mean you should have you should have been wearing a seatbelt you you were just as liable as any other driver in, in any other automobile so you should have fucking put your seatbelt on that's why it's a law so I mean, is is freedom restricted on off of protection of its um, uh, of its own people, the government protecting its own, or is it we kind of make it seem like, hmm, well, I don't feel like I'm free because I can't do this, this, or this, or I can't say something and feel comfortable about saying it because I'm scared that the government's watching me or, or listening to me is it but is it really for our own protection or is it not there there are laws that still exist now i mean seatbelt the seatbelt law uh, is, is one thing there are other laws i mean i'm not gonna i can't really fucking name them right now but i guarantee you there's other laws that protect others from you sure. so in all in, in, in all reality everyone's protected from each other because of laws, but then there's systematic oppression. Then there's um, prisons that focus more on, on specific demographics. So, I mean, there's, there's levels of freedom, you know what I yeah. mean? And, uh, I think and there's levels of, I would say protection too, where it's, there's a tilting scale and there's the government protecting us or there's the government protecting us censor us from what they're, the shady shit that they're doing. So mm-hmm. it's like a it's a sliding scale. I don't know. In my opinion, I feel like the government doing shady shit is weighing heavier than the government protecting us. But that's mm-hmm. just that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. I'm not gonna say that's what it is, but that's how I feel. I would I would also agree with that opinion just because of the fact of th- things that happen that they try to hide, you know, and then and then you find out people on Reddit or you know, other little areas that you can find this information. That they're like, hey, while all this was going on and your everyone's focus was on this, this was going on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so why wasn't that talked about at all mm. on anything? And they were so that's where you that's where you're like, okay, well now I don't have trust in the government mm-hmm. using what they're doing for my good. Instead, mm-hmm. they're using it for their own benefit. So that's when you're like, eh, the scale's really tipped. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it's you know. Then, then again, that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, a lot of times it feels like those those manipulations aren't for the people. It's for yeah. you know, corporations, whoever is in charge. It, you know? For power, exactly. For yeah, power. it's for it's it's for to protect those that are in power. That that makes me think of uh, the the idea that Batman isn't a hero or a vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> because if you if you watch if you really like pay attention to um the uh what's what was that batman uh michael keaton batman mm-hmm. when he fights arnold schwarzenegger and and i can't remember the other lady who poison ivy poison ivy and 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 
uh, I forgot what villain I, Arnold played as, but he, they both, they, they both try to do something to make the earth better, but this hedge fund billionaire fucked that shit up. So it's like, what, what are we actually, we're watching something and we're like so consumed. Oh my God, it's Batman. It's Batman's going to kick their ass. But if you really think about it, hedge fund billionaire wearing a fucking tight suit, sweating in it all fucking night, <laughs> fighting two people that want to save the world. I mean, it's it, it kind of makes it in a different perspective. Yeah. It all perspective. You remember that, Ed? You remember how I, I changed your, your little world? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I was a little ignorant now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like this, that it feels a little bit. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put a cap on my topic, and uh, but it does actually kind of move into what Joey wants to talk about. Yeah, so the first topic I, I was gonna talk about was uh, psychopharmaceutical. You know, so Oof. I like to be a little versed in what I what I talk about and whatnot. You know, like to be not sound completely ignorant, even though most of the time I am. Uh, but so you know, I'm doing some research on Google. You know, of course. You know, uh, and I just wanted to see if I could find some some negative stuff. I looked about controversies, issues, you know, uh, uh, abuse of, of prescriptions, all the other stuff. And the only thing I could really find was uh, scholarly scholarly articles, which you had to pay for to, to to access. Which means the public, most people, normal people, don't have access to this very 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 valuable information, this factual information, this peer reviewed information. You don't have access to it. What you do have access to is all the great things that farm psychopharm can do for you. Psychopharm, uh, contact a local psychopharmacist. Contact a site. Contact this. All this. All this great stuff. All this great stuff. I, you know, I, I went to college for psychology, and in in that we talk about the pros and the cons about everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Psych. There at the very early beginnings, we did some scientists did some very controversial things to find out things about the brain and we we did learn about it but later on we decided hey let's not do this because it's not ethical you know they draw they drew that line uh but when it comes to like psycho farm when you go to like find these issues and see like you know where these people are drawing the line for the most part you can't really find the, the negative you well, have to dig deep for the negative and all i did was search to google like I said, yeah, uh, <laughs> the greatest search engine on earth. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to censor anything. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I really, I really do like that you brought that up because it makes me think about countries that there. There's only a few countries that uh, advertise yep. medication, mm-hmm. and America's a huge, a huge fucking no one cash cow on pharmaceuticals. But I mean. <sighs> When 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 we talk about farm and and the different medications that increase because there's a majority of people that need medication like diabetes, mm. type two diabetes is 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 type one type two diabetes is one of the largest things in America that that they're having trouble with and and getting these shots these insulin shots and uh, I think it's the what is what is that other drug I forgot what it's called. Um, the EpiPen. I mean, that's not for type one, type two diabetes, but the fact is that EpiPens and, and insulin have increased tremendously, and the obesity and the need for them, and the, and the fact that obesity 
and being morbidly obese is number one on 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 deaths, which is I believe is absolutely crazy. I mean, I, I think actually, let me take that back. I think it's um, heart conditions. No, I actually think it's um, domestic abuse. Mm. <laughs> women, women. I think it's women, women that, that I believe fact check it, fact check it real quick, because I think it's women have uh, women that died over in domestic abuse have been killed more than any other or than any other war combined. There has been more women that were killed by domestic violence than any other Is it war. in the world or in the U.S.? In the U.S. So in the combination, what he's trying to say is in the combination of all the wars that we have ever, America, or the United States as a country have been in, uh, more women have died or been killed by a significant other, primarily men, um, but in domestic abuse cases within the last am century. I, am I right or wrong? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was factual, but. Oh, okay. So the number one, now, granted, this is coming from the CDC, CDC off of Google. Okay, anyone can Google that. By the way, they're probably bought out. So, Miranda was right on the heart disease. I guess okay. every year they kills about six hundred and fifty nine thousand people. But that's the CDC. Like CDC, domestic violence isn't going to be in the CDC. On the CDC. No. Yeah, no. Right. But um, on there, anyways, diabetes was. Let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, these, these are these are diseases. I mean, domestic violence is something entirely different. I'm still look looking. up, look up. I'm still looking. Oh, I, I think something I want to want to throw in. Um, after you said, you know, cases of diabetes are going up and all that. I think I was talking to Joey the other day, and I was thinking to myself about um, something I've noticed is that more and more kids, and I would say younger kids, are diagnosed with ADHD or ADD, anxiety or depression, younger and younger, and they're put on medication younger and younger. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if they're, I asked Joey, because he has like a background in psychology, so I wanted to know if it's like a, yes, there's a, I'm not going to say ADHD isn't real, and I'm not saying that, so don't take it as that, but is there a what? Shut up, it's Donnie. Right? <laughs> is there is there is there a line where it's like, and I think this will wrap into what Justin's going to talk about at the end. But is there a line that we're kind mm -hmm. of where people have it and it's it's actual, but then there's also the line where they're making money off of diagnosing it because they're sponsored this this um, doctor's office or this doctor is sponsored by a certain medication to fix it. So they're going to diagnose more people, get more people on it. That doctor makes more money, or that doctor is. Um, is higher up in a certain, I don't know, collegiate area because he does this, you know? You're an Ivy League psych and you keep prescribing all these Ivy League people's kids with ADHD and they just keep forking over millions and millions of dollars to you to cure their kid that's nothing wrong with them. Because I've been, I've been seeing at like exponential rates, kids are being diagnosed with lots of different, um, I don't know, which it's not like a learn. I don't want to say it's a learning disability, but it's more of, what, you, what is it called? What is it? It's not a personality thing. It's a. Hold on, we're we're also snacking right now, so. <laughs> Give us a it's, second. It's literally. Um... I, I'm trying to figure out what it's what what it's called, but it's you know more and more people are being diagnosed. With more ADHD. and more kids, I want to say more and more kids I've seen are being diagnosed. Like from the 90s, 
to the early 2000s to the 2010s even the numbers have just gone up that our kids are just being diagnosed with ADHD just because they can't sit still. Yeah, and actually... Um, and not to downplay it, because I do know many people who have ADHD, and I can see, like, you know, what it is and what it does, but there's also kids that just don't sit still, and they're going to be diagnosed with that. Yeah. So I've actually personally looked into this, Um because my cousin had ADHD and ADD. And when he was a kid, he was bouncing off the walls. And my aunt, his mom, actually also had diabetes and a few other um, diseases. You know, pharma was making a fucking living off of her medications alone. And um, when they put him on medication, I could see the physical difference in him because quite literally what that medication does and what it is, is, is just a, a childproof meth um, is what it is. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I know it sounds funny, but that's exactly what it is. Um, and my question was the exact same thing as to why is this continuously rising? And it turns out, and you can look this up. I, Fact checker can always look it up. Red dyes, specifically red dye four um, and yellow dyes that are used within our foods um, and are approved governmentally <laughs> um, to be used. Yeah, to be used for our mass population um, is and has been found to be a cause for why this is continuously on the incline. Yeah. But yet nothing has been done to limit that and you can see the difference when because I've had the privilege of being able to go um, to Europe and specifically the UK and over there when you go to the grocery store it's so completely different than here and I'm not talking about like going to Wally World or something like that I'm talking about the ingredients that go into our foods um you know i can't pronounce half of the ingredients that goes into like instant oatmeal you know i go (laughs) florida right Right? it sounds more like a a chemistry check your is it on your beer i mean your beer oh check the wheat things or your gatorade you mean wheat wheat things this reminds me of my grandpa, rest in peace. He would always, always, I, I didn't oh have God. very many conversations with him, but he would always preach about dyes in food and specifically red dye 40. And this is what he would do. Red dye 40 is bad for you. <laughs> yeah, you get that middle finger out. <laughs> like on the table with his middle finger, red dye 40, that causes cancer. What, what is? Yeah. And you know. Sister of Rosen. Rotten. You know, what do you got for colors? Blue one. Blue one. Um, uh, I'm the fact checker. Fact checker. Fact checker is yeah. Hey, Jamie. Fact checker. Hey, Jamie. What's the fact checker? What's going on, hipster? Hey, I haven't found anything on the deaths from uh, domestic, domestic violence. I found their website that is on it, but I... Uh, Just going to give them a shout out. No, I'm, no, I'm serious. <laughs> they lumped all their data from 2003 to 2018, the same, and then they don't have any reports for 2019 and 2020. Yeah. So the most recent would be 2018, but they lumped 2003 to 2018 together, so you can't... 
like look at it unless you want to go through month by month because they had it listed out months and mm. you could see how many this month how many that month i, I wasn't going to go through um, that yeah. i'm too lazy so, <laughs> so but, could, could you could you have made a guesstimation on on how many deaths women have died through domestic abuse or domestic I, they, they don't even have a guess to, like a guess it was you have like, to go through and do it yourself yeah you have to go yeah, you, it yourself if you wanted to i mean i'm sure you could maybe possibly mm-hmm. find it but i was going through all over they don't want that day. they don't want that data on the way Easily yeah, yeah. That, that's where we're at censoring and pharmaceutical yeah, yeah. No, and no. go ahead go ahead so sorry bro um i actually thought i found something that i think you would find fascinating and actually uh, the rest of us will find terrifying um, that there's actually also been proven that acetaminophen um, reduces positive empathy. Hmm. So yeah, let that sink in for a second. Acetaminophen, a painkiller. Like Tylenol basically, right? Mm-hmm. Tylenol, yeah. Tylenol, like I have... Painkillers. Oh, no, I'm no props in here. But um, it, it's actually on a government website that, like, Frontiers of Psychology, um, that you can pull it up and you can even search it for anybody that's listening about uh, painkillers uh, mixed with empathy or the side effects of empathy. And um, this is also one of the reasons why I think, you know, our big pharma and our capitalistic nature is quite literally driving people mad to the point where they're needing more um, medications for things that they're causing you know when you lose your empathy you lose the ability to feel human you know at, at that point so if you're continuously taking away the people's humanity continuously being able to make them okay with whatever the fuck's going on with their surroundings, I think that in itself is going to answer your question of whether or not we're free range or not, <laughs> you know, um, on whether we're actually free and whether, you know, Big Pharma has a more ominous, ominous, how do you say that? Ominous. Ominous. <laughs> I do have one question that into what you're saying. Off of yeah. what you were saying, is acetaminophen in like a bare aspirin? Because my question is, some people have to take that literally every day for blood thinners. Yeah. So that's like, is, if we're saying it's technically a mood-altering substance, yes. and if we're not making any claims, this is all hypothetical. If you want to do your own research, please feel free. I do not, that's their one and only, uh, what do you call it, blanket statement. <laughs> I'm not giving medical advice here. None of us are. Yeah. So if someone has to take a bare aspirin every day, um, Within their blood, because I know some people have to do that for that. If that has acetaminophen in it, is that basically mood altering for them every day? They're basically they can't feel positive empathy. Um, so it doesn't. Here, I can I can quite literally read this full on through, but this goes on for pages upon pages upon pages. Um, aspirin's just aspirin, apparently. But but acetaminophen it. it I, I believe what I hear what Kelsey's saying about it is just it's so just discouraging that you know this information isn't isn't out out there you know big pharma isn't throwing this out there they're not telling you that these these mass side effects are going to have on you 
it's not telling you any of this stuff. You know, like Ed said, like there's, we're like one of the only countries that advertise medicines. You hear all these adverse side effects. This is medication that if your depression isn't clearing up, your antidepressant isn't helping you, we're going to throw in a little extra spice. It's another there. one. And, and you have to tap, ask your doctor if it works with the antidepressant you're already taking. But the side effect is suicidal thoughts. It, 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 it's, I just, it makes sense. That makes sense. This is where I, I get into a dilemma because of, because of my, my background, like literally my freshman year and as a psych intro to psych my professor at the university i went to she pretty much told us that she hates big pharma there's nothing better than alternative therapy and that uh you know if we're taking her class we had to take we had to take an oath that we would never use psych in a malicious way she teaches to to help others and make the world a better place don't be manipulative with it and you just like you know to to, to go down these paths where you, you your morals will just kind of be destroyed you know but it just sucks that most of the world don't doesn't have these these morals most of the world doesn't give a fuck about these things and like i said when you, when you put money involved your morals just go out the fucking window who cares i got fucking money you know who cares if thousands of people commit suicide who cares i just made 17 billion dollars <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it, it just it just i don't know so when you guys were talking about adhd meds you know oh, here right? we go. yeah so i was one of those kids that was in that huge group of kids which i'm sure almost all of us were if you weren't maybe you just i don't i don't know i apparently to my parents what they had thought is that i was way too much like way too hyper uh, you know, just bouncing off the walls all the time. So they took me to the doctor because they're like, look, why is he doing this? And they're like, well, you know what? He, he has ADHD. How old were you? I don't even know. Maybe six, you know. Uh, um, maybe I was in, I can't remember. I might have been like fourth, fifth grade going into middle school. I, I vividly like kind of remember a little bit of that time because I'd have to take this pill and then no later than after taking the pill, I get home from school. And the minute that pill wore off, I swear, I ran to that cabinet and I ate whatever was in sight. I didn't care what it was. Like I just filled up because I just didn't want to eat during the day. And finally my parents started noticing that a lot more. And they were like, okay, this obviously isn't healthy because he's not even eating his school lunch. And then he's coming home and he's just like, just cowing down on everything. And they're like, okay, we're going to leave it up to you. Like, if you have your stuff under control and you're not going to be all, you know, bouncing off the wall, like, you're good. Don't take the pill anymore. Um, But ever since then, I've literally nothing but shakes in my hand. And Miranda and Joey, you guys have seen it. Like, I get a glass in my hand and it just shakes, you know, and I just have a constant shake or jitter or whatever. And Or constantly twitching, too. Like, he'll be sitting and all of a sudden it's like... Yeah, yeah, I'll just like do a random twitch and stuff. I never used to do that before. And my parents even told me that. They're like, you know, you never used to do that. And after taking that medicine for, I don't even know, maybe sixth, seventh grade, uh, both years, you know, finally they took me off and they were like, okay, you know, like you can do your own thing now. But yeah, I've had that ever since. So, but I was one of those statistics of those kids. So that were just basically blanket statement just hey you have adhd here's some pills you know you'll be okay whenever i was listening to that podcast i told you about that that psychologist ladies what are psychology sisters 
they were talking about how, and I'll share with you, I don't know, it's probably not the same, you know, medically over there as it is over here, because we're crazy in America, but you think if you have like, uh, you know, depressive thoughts and whatnot, <laughs> then you, you yeah, can- Sorry, <laughs> you were laughing as you said depressive thoughts, and I was like- <laughs> I saw, I saw, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm coughing. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Continue. To those listening, Kelsey was like smothering Ed with a chloroform mask. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Continue. They were saying if you, your general physician, you know, a regular old, you know, generic doctor who says check your blood pressure, you know, draw some blood and sends it to the lab. In Australia, they can never if you say. Yeah, I, I, I've been feeling depressed, you know, I can't feel X, Y, and Z, or I feel anxious, I feel X, Y, and Z. They can literally straight up say, hey, you have anxiety. Hey, you have depression. Without having a clear background of, like, who you are as a human being, they'll just slap you with a prescription without even knowing who the hell you really are, what you're really going through. It could be you had a bad week, and so your anxiety is super high that week, and then they throw you on anxiety medication, and you think you need it for the rest of your life, and it's just... It was just a bad week, you know, but now you're just on these meds and you think you need them for the rest of your life and you're just fucking up your biological chemistry, you know, your 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 brain. That makes that makes me think of um uh ads that usually I saw them on on cable not cable, but like you know, when you don't have cable and it's like those shitty channels, you know, you gotta like scroll through it's oh it's 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 static 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 oh it's history channel who wants to watch that you know you just kind of go through it and then you then you see this commercial about like oh if you take this medication you probably should be stopping like stop taking it right now because if you have these symptoms you should call this lawyer call this attorney whatever and I don't even remember seeing anything on DirecTV or any of, the, of these like huge corporate cable companies that, that will say, hey, these, if you're taking this medication and you're having these bad symptoms, then you should call right now. You know, I, I, that, that's, that, that really strikes uh, a string on, 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 Amer- on, specifically I'm talking about Americans, because we advertise medication every day there's not even a single day i will not see a medication advertisement about something oh yeah damn it's crazy you say that it, it, you're so right you know it, it, a lot of times we just overlook these things but you, the marketing is thrown at you and thrown at you and thrown at you and thrown at you so even if you're not feeling depressed but this shit is like kind of conditioning you to think you might be depressed mm-hmm. then you go to your mm-hmm. like i said you go to your general doctor hey i might be depressed and you you know, you, your hysteria yourself and you start feeling these placebo effects, you know, uh, oh, have you been feeling sad? Do you feel mm-hmm. tired all the time? All this yeah. other crap, like you just go to the doctor, yeah, I have seven of these symptoms that I have in the commercial and the doctor like, here you go, here's a prescription to fix all that. I mean, it was just all in your mind, you know, I don't know. And that, that, that also like brings up uh, to mind about veterans that go into VAs and specifically um, the people that work in the VA, they there's either there's there's so many uh perspectives on when someone gets into the VA. It's either someone that actually really wanted to help veterans versus someone that really wanted to have a government job and really didn't care about the job, or the or the veterans that want to get care 
to these in, into these facilities. And when they get prescribed either the wrong medication or they get where they get into opioids and they have other programs, other uh, federal programs that are used by taxpaying dollars that are always being sucked in and and they they fall into the the cracks of the system. And that's why you, you'll see so many homeless homeless veterans because they they seek to try care. I, I like to see I like to, like to see try cares try not to care. You know, they try not to care for their veterans. And it's it, it's it's very sad when you see these these veterans that fall into the system to, into the cracks of the system when they've been prescribed you know opioids or or, or you know very strong medication that can be very addictive and they say oh it's going to be good for you it's going to help you and they they fucking keep taking because they trust these people that are in these systems. Yeah. I mean the, the the system's cracked regardless. They just it, it, the pharma pharma industries just want money. We all know that and it's and it's pathetic and it's sad that we all say it and there's nothing we can do about it but, nothing. but I, I i think having conversations like this is, is a great way to, to to open up like that you know if we can get all of our friends and all of our peers to have conversations like this and have you know open discussions just keep it keep it going you know a lot of times we're we're stuck on our on our devices and it's easy to manipulate people. But if you go face to face or you know have these long drag out conversations, damn. I need to stop listening to Joe Rogan. But <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan, yo, Joe Rogan has 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 brought a lot of light, especially being in a Corona situation. It's been oh, it's been a year. It's been over a year. It just or almost a year, right? We've had a lot of time. <laughs> we've had a lot. Of, it's like eleven months for. COVID and shit. It's, it's close to a year. March it's, is a year. Yeah, yeah. Next month. Mm-hmm. March, like, 15th. For Texas, it was March 15th or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was literally one year after Justin and I's... Um, or no, it was literally one month after our, mm-hmm. like, one year of being engaged or whatever, or two years of being engaged. But, yeah. Man, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. But they also, you know, they, they get... Uh, doctors get pushed. Yeah, you know, obviously by big pharma. I mean, why do you think there was that huge? That, why do you think there was that huge bust, or, or not bust, but that huge? Uh, all of a sudden, every kid in the world that was just a little hyper, right, or a little more outgoing than all the other kids, just ADHD or ADD. Here's some meds, because big pharma was like, "Hey, look, we can make money off of this because it calms these kids down." Let's do it. For push it, push it everywhere. Who cares about the side? And the sad thing is that these general doctors who are out there, they're just like, okay. I mean, hey, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a little bit of a percentage because I sold this many. It's basically, you know, it's it's a commission business. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get a cut if I sell this much in a month. Okay, that's easy. I have this many kids coming in. I can just push this on them. You know, did yeah, I need maybe- meds? Probably not. To be honest, I was just probably just an overhyper, a little bit of a kid. But mm-hmm. you know, it's and I was just a little bit more outgoing than most. Go but go, go run some laps, kid. Go run some know? laps. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but like, think back to like our grandparents. Were they diagnosed with ADHD? How many no. of them were diagnosed with ADHD? I wasn't even around back then. That's, That's just because I'm I'm thinking about Justin and his dad are very similar beings, and they're both very like talkative and outgoing and whatnot, and. I don't think Kevin was diagnosed. Sorry. I don't think his dad was diagnosed with uh, ADHD. That's why he was against me even being on meds for it because he's like, I've never heard of this. This isn't something that is, 
that big of a deal. So what? My dad always said, so what? He's a little hyper, you know, whatever. But it was, it was just something that, you know, I think they heard on TV and they're like, hey, you know, do you have ADHD? And next thing you know, I'm in the doctor's office and they're like, hey, here, take these pills. So, you know, and, and obviously Big Pharma was pushing that. So have you guys... I don't think you probably have, but so my parents watch a lot of like uh, basic television shows, oh. you know, NBC, ABC, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was watching one show. I, I really don't know what show it was, but there was a, and, uh, <laughs> it was a drama, you know, like, and, but the guy was, they're in a hospital and they're talking about how conceited and, and, and or how, how fucked up hospitals really are because hospitals are our businesses that's I, that's another that's a story for another time because i can go hospitals are, hospitals are businesses you know mm-hmm. and a lot of times there's people who get into the be doctors and nurses who try to make the world a better place and then they're you know you have restrictions and, and you can't really do the things that you you set out to do you know because if you gotta compromise against, your your morals for what what for, for either what's allowed huh. or for money too and it, it just it's funny that they it's not funny but they they put it in tv shows because it's realistic these are things that are actually going on in the world but we'll, we'll, there's no one to the only way we can change this is to smartly elect people leaders who are going to change this but the thing is, is a lot of them money. are backed up by yeah big pharma there's my conspiracy button that i'm getting <laughs> hey the funny thing is is my grandpa up until the day he passed my whole time growing up whenever we would talk about anything like this it was always his number one saying was follow the money and it's very true and nobody wanted to listen to it in our family they were like ah yeah you know okay Mm -hmm. but really if you just follow the money then you can get to your answer that's what it comes back to you know um I love that you say that and just kind of circling back to one of the um, the companies that Miranda had named uh, Bear. Um, so when you do follow the money and you follow Bear, it's kind of crazy because they have like, you know, a whole bunch of uh, cancer medications. They have heart medications. They have things of that matter. Um, they also own a large percentage of the seed reservoir, the seeds for farming. And so it it makes you wonder because, you know, as Justin says, follow the money, get the tinfoil hats, y'all, because we're about to be pressing the button, you know. Um, So conspiracy, so they're like, this is all just hearsay, my idea. Um, are they tainting the seeds to make us sick, to make us need their, their shit that is supposed to make DM. us better? Damn, bam, bam. Bam, bam. Yeah, it always starts like educated and then why well, yeah, don't we just take a left turn on you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we gotta keep it interesting, you know, also entertaining. Do you guys want to move into, I, this is, I feel like we could go on and on for this. So maybe we should like tap back into this next time, but yeah. you want to move into Ed's conspiracy? Yes. Or, sorry, uh, Ed's I actually conspiracy. want to change my conspiracy. What, what do you want? What do you want to change this to? Um, I thought that 
moon landing would be a little too boring. I feel yeah. like that's been uh, a conspiracy. Oh, was that? You wanted to talk about it? We can talk about it if you want to talk about it. Who had the CIA conspiracy? Was that Kelsey? That was, that was Kelsey. And then go into Ed's. Okay. Yeah, you got skipped, son. Hey, we're playing Uno over here, bro. You just got skipped. You saved yeah. the best. Well, Uno reverse card. Save the best for last, boo. <laughs> Put the retard in the back of the bus. <laughs> you want them at the front of the bus. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get lost. <laughs> How long is the bus? Say again? How long is the bus? How long is the bus? Oh, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know how, how long. I don't know. Math is hard. It is. I'm illiterate too, so I mean. <laughs> bus joke, jeez. That was terrible entry to it. Sorry. It's okay. You tried. I know. I know. The bus. So I'm like, how long is the bus to make it a short bus joke? I told you I'm a retard. I couldn't get that the first time. Why? Why try to explain it the second time? <laughs> Hey, cricket. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll just sit back. Get off the stage. There's a reason I'm not a comedian, okay? That's where I'm to stand up for the night. Yes. Thank you and good night. You don't even get a rim shot for that. <laughs> that was a double doink. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, what do, you, what do we got? So, uh, Pretty much what my conspiracy is about is the the creation um, with the negative context of the word conspiracy theory. And, um, you know, the first time the word conspiracy theory came up was back in the 1800s. So we can't say the CIA invented the word itself, but the highest amount um, the word conspiracy theory was actually used is in the 1950s. And it makes you wonder why, why the 1950s? What was going around that time that made it seem like that was needed? Um, and this is where people start get, getting interested into why the CIA may have um, added the conjunction or the the availability of conspiracy theorists to be an insult and why that holds negative context. So like the CIA basically made a marketing campaign in the fifties about how conspiracy theorists are like nuts and they're crazy yeah. and all that kind of shit. Right. Is that kind of, yeah. Like yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning towards. Um, I always, I do wonder that because there's a lot of times where if you claim that you listen, even listen to people who are flat earthers, and I'm putting in air quotes, you're basically considered you're 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 crazy, you're, you're psycho, or or anti-vaxxers even. Yeah, like they've get, they've been painted so bad, and I'm not here to say I believe anything or I support anything, but I'm just saying like I have a feeling that it's a for my terms a marketing tactic to make people who um believe in those types of theories or talk about those types of theories as being literally crazy and dumb and that they don't know what the hell they're talking about because there's all this proof to, to prove them wrong. But then again, to circle back, who's giving us this proof? Where's the proof coming from? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this kind of, so 
in the 1950s is when that that version of conspiracy theory kind of brought, got brought in. And then in, you know, what, what was the year? 1967? What? JFK. Oh, JFK. Right? Um, I'll fact check. I totally don't even know. If you can. I'll look it up. Fact. He's done. He's done. He's done. 1963. 1963. I'm I'm all five, four years. He's been replaced by the and they actually even support this conspiracy claim. It's a conspiracy within a conspiracy. We're going into inception here, guys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for the JFK assassination, I think everybody knows of the conspiracy that there was two shooters, right? Mm-hmm. And acoustic analysis actually supports that. Um, if you did not know, go to the freaking museum in downtown Dallas. It is it right now, but amazing. It's, yeah, it's it's a tearjerker. Um, I will definitely say that it's very immersive and worth every penny you put into it. Um, yeah, quality. Uh, but sorry, so, one more thing. They have X's on the the highway where the the shots took place, and whenever I drive over those exit X's, I like always am like, oh God, why? Yeah, history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trauma and those those spots alone are are just intense. You know, even when the BLM marches were over there, and they had sat people on the pavilion. Um, where Kennedy got shot and we were doing a sit out over there, that, that was crazy. Just being able to see that, that civil movement and on top of it, being able to be in a part of, or a place of history um, on top of it. But while we were over there and hearing about the conspiracy and seeing that it's actually, um, Factual, it makes you wonder what, what the hell was happening back in those times. But um, the CIA actually, what people say is that the CIA brought in that the conspiracy theorists turn, especially around that time, to help deter people from claiming there was more than one shooter. You know, they wanted all that focus to be on Lee Harvey Oswald and anyone that said otherwise was labeled a conspiracy theorist and deemed in some way, shape or form by society as kind of insane, you know, or a little, what's that movie? One flies over the cuckoo's nest, you know, kind of level of of crazy. That makes me, that makes me think of the movie, uh, a very corny movie, actually. It's a, it was made in like 1980s, uh, 1982 or three, I believe it's called they're alive or they live. I think it's called They Live. And uh, it makes me think about consumer uh, consumer ideology and conspiracy theories, how um, 
there's a guy that travels from one state to another trying to find a job, and then he goes in. I don't want to give away too much, but he he figures out that there's you know, uh, corporate big you know has a big agenda for controlling consumers, and uh, when they see signs on, you know, the signs on advertisements, they'll say, "Oh, uh, obey or eat or follow." But when you take off the glasses, it's tourist site or a product or it's um, men's sports magazine. Yeah, you, you definitely you definitely got to watch it. It's it's a very good concept. It's very cheesy. Very, very cheesy. It's like I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. Kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those types of movies. But it, it, it was that I love those kind of fight scenes. <laughs> it's it's great. I mean, it 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 is a bit cheesy. Um, it it the concept is a little bit further in its time. Like I like how Joey says that the Matrix is like a really shitty movie, but the concept is like pretty cool to understand and have a, a great imagination of. But but it's a shitty movie. I mean, I I love The Matrix, but God damn it! Like I hate you, Joey, for saying it was such a shitty movie. (laughs) Trilogy. I'm like, this movie sucks. (laughs) Not The Matrix. Don't get me wrong, but like it was just such a bad movie. It was a cool concept. I just I I can't wait for the new one to come out. Yeah, new one's gonna kick ass. You know what I mean? Because we got this new technology. Wait, anyway, that's like Keanu. Would 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 you guys say that? the idea of uh, labeling conspiracy theory or, or saying that, you know, cause everyone is an independent thinker that your thoughts on specifically a situation that's happened is a conspiracy theory. The fact that it's late, the definition of conspiracy theory is like, it's this huge, you know, huge situation that is overly exaggerated and that's why it's a conspiracy. I mean, everyone has an imagination. Everyone can think on their own. Everyone's an independent thinker. When can we say that it's not a conspiracy anymore? When it's when it's factual? Is that the only way it's it's a conspiracy? Because to me, like when, when you tell someone, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, every, a, a lot of people would be like, no, I'm not going to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. It, it just doesn't seem like it, it's, it, you know, it, it can't be true because it, it's a conspiracy. You know that that how can a word be that so so scary to even talk about? So, like, first of all, we all pointed at Justin, so we're all laughing because Justin used to be that person. He's like, I don't hear it, I don't hear it. But I really did. My, <laughs> my thing is like, a lot of times, I don't want to say all conspiracies, but there are certain ones that do have substantial evidence or substantial. Um, proof or a a substantial trail of information that would lead you to it's not just like most of the time conspiracies aren't someone saying oh my god the sky is uh actually purple but we're just saying it's blue you know it's not someone just making up some bullshit thing usually there's some reason some trail that's leading them to think this thing and then if you get enough people to see what you're seeing other people are going to start digging and finding other reasons why this is a this is a thing. At least that's what I I come to believe. Man, 
this makes my my these conversations make I need my, the, my the strings the strings and the the, the bulletin started. board and the and the crazy look. You're, you're the crazy guy from sunny philadelphia i feel like that is like my brain that whole meme is literally my brain <laughs> all the time <laughs> like as you guys were talking about movies I literally just, that's what I was doing when I was on my phone. I was writing down my topic for next next month about uh, something to tie in with movies. Because I was like, dude, there's something, a movie that we went to together. And I'm like, I have a conspiracy to talk about next month. <laughs> so my brain is like putting the things on the bulletin board and drawing them all together. I, I'm going to tie, I'm going to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good, you're good. It's cool. I was done, I was done. I was just wondering, I, I can't remember when... I remember I heard on a podcast that I listened to. It's very popular, and that uh, they were talking about when the CIA was like actually came out. It was a long time people didn't believe the CIA existed. You know, it wasn't until what year did the CIA actually come out? Now I, I was just curious about that. Check. Who's gonna check that? I was gonna. I was gonna ask Wait. both of them to check it. To, when, <laughs> when, when did the CIA become like a thing? Because we were talking about the fifties and stuff, and I was like, "If the populace didn't know what the fuck the CIA was, who the fuck are they to tell them what is conspiracy is or not?" Hipster JB has it. September eighteenth of nineteen forty-seven is when the CIA officially became uh, was was founded. Officially. Yeah, officially. It was right after, right during. Right before JFK. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about World War Two. Oh well. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm not a history buff, so I, I don't know shit about history, you know, dates and stuff, like, whatever. But uh, I have a feeling that um, moving into the next topic, Kelsey's, um, the word conspiracy being created at that time kind of ties into what? So the CIA, oh, before it was the CIA, was the Office of Strategic Services. But it wasn't even called the CIA or anything, you know, it was it was something completely different, but did the exact same thing that the CIA did. Mm. They just changed the name on it to CIA. Anyways, um, Kelsey's conspiracy being spread and basically being marketed and people who believe in them being crazy came right before Ed's conspiracy, if you still want to talk about it. Mm. Oh, I think he's I got thinking it. about changing it. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about changing it. Yes. Okay, let's change it. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Are you, are you done with yours? I just want to say Ed was going to talk about the moon landing, so I'm just going to throw that in. We don't have to have a conversation, but it is kind of interesting that Kelsey's conspiracy talking about how the CIA basically labeled people who believed in conspiracies as crazy right before all the moon shit. Foreshadow. Like <laughs> the people who didn't believe in it are crazy. Honestly, don't they still label people that believe in conspiracies crazy? Yeah, like yeah. for the norm, like in a, in America, they still label you as crazy, even if you listen to one conspiracy. Like if you believe that JFK was shot by two people and you talk to someone on the street, they're gonna be like, no, 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 it was one person, it was one man. Like what? How do you? How do you? Like, and then they just call you crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, I think the part that honestly more concerns me about the that idea that 
they kind of tied that negative impact onto it is is just being able to control control society into hushing people up. Um, it, that's probably the the most terrifying part about it is just that our government is using us to deploy ourselves onto our neighbors um, to stop a free thinking ideal and. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's what that's what scares me about any of it is because even like Justin said, you can go out on the street and say that you think that there's two shooters. There is factual evidence to prove that theory, and but it's yet not a theory, it's not fact. Uh huh. Okay, I'm sorry. There's factual evidence. There is. Uh, no, no, I know what you're saying, but like there, that's yeah. not the accepted history of what happened allegedly it's still painted as it's not painted of the two shooters yeah that is if you believe in that you believe in conspiracies yeah and if you want an extra little sprinkle of inception conspiracy here on the jfk topic um just go ahead on your everyday google search you know because they don't hide information again (laughs) um and look up where's jfk's brain Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm chewing a cracker. Wheat thins. Sorry. Um, Wheat. Actually, the place that I used to work at, which is, <clears throat> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it to the public, so I'm not going to, but yeah, the, <laughs> my boss had a YouTube channel, and he interviewed random people to give, to give business, talk, business advice, and he started interviewing mob former mobsters who were in prison for fraud federal fraud um to get business advice which smart but a lot of them talked about jfk so then he started a series where he brought in different people to interview about jfk and kind of start like a mini docu series on youtube about it and he actually brought on the guy who um dissected and and worked on jfk's brain I didn't watch it. I'm not going to give you the info. Um, I'm not going to link it because I don't support that guy. But <clears throat> So this really ties into the first topic, which is the whole level of, is the government protecting or not hiding. protecting, protecting or just or using hiding. it to hide stuff? And that's like this whole, this whole topic right here, Kelsey, that we're talking about with JFK, which is such a big topic and so many people have talked about it, but yet mm-hmm. they're still hiding the information. You know, I think they released information, if I remember right, but they blacked out all the a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. There was like yeah. four or five words on the whole sheet that weren't redacted. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, thanks. That was nothing. I got nothing. Thank- yeah, it's like, thank you for your uh, mind-blowing release <laughs> of information yeah. there. So again, I- the scale. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's... The, the bigger question is, who is the government protecting? Is the government protecting us or is the government protecting themselves as they're using us to accomplish their end game? You know what I mean? And what is that at this point? Because obviously none of us have the, the trust in our technologies or the trust in uh, constantly being watched because even... How, how many times have you guys covered a, a camera, you know, because that is such a realistic, well, yeah, she has her tape right there. Yeah. 
You see, like I have tape on my camera too. Like I put, like when I use my phone, if I go into the bathroom, I put a piece of toilet paper over my camera because I'm like, oh, I want to watch TikTok, but I don't want TikTok to watch me. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it, it makes you wonder, like at this point, who, who are you guys protecting? Are you protecting your citizens or are you protecting yourselves? You know? What? Oh, oh, what's the joke, guys? Listen, you don't want to know the joke. <laughs> Is it about me? Is it about the retard? No. <laughs> Always. But um, <laughs> we're getting uh, different answers here. <laughs> I don't trust any of y'all. Can we uh, have? Can we? Can we have? Uh, oh no. Can we have the retard uh, slide into his topic now? Because we don't know oh, what it is. Oh. Yeah. So uh, we're. Uh, one second. While Joey's off doing this, I just wanted to add the fact that the government is still hiding the JFK stuff when all of us know the JFK stuff that happened. And like we all as Americans, we all talk about it. The fact that they just haven't been like, OK, whatever, this is what happened still just kills me yeah, because it's, it's like, yeah, what are you still hiding? What is yeah. your that? Uh, yeah, sorry. I just had to throw that little bit of a tidbit in there because so many people already know. So why not just be like, okay, look, this is what happened. If you're not hiding things from us. Bro, it's just like the uh, the the existence of extraterrestrials. We all kind of fucking figured out like, yeah. out of the entire fucking galaxy and multiple other fucking galaxies and multi-universes. You're fucking telling me that human beings are the only ones that are in this fucking galaxy? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And then then the Pentagon said, hey, uh, we're just going to say that uh, UFOs exist. They're they're real. And then no one on the internet was like, yeah, okay, well, fuck you. We're we're, we're going to, we already knew this. Why are you telling this already? Like, we already fucking know about this. So can we, um, before we cover every single conspiracy theory that there is, can can we slide into Ed's conspiracy or topic? Yep. So uh, I am undecisive as fuck. So I'm going to stick with the moon land because it <laughs> because it, it kind of makes sense. Now we talk about it. It's like, oh, I'm do something else. No, now I'm, I'm going to. No, 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 no. I up here. Grow up here and talk about what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So so I at first I wanted to stick with the moon landing and. Then you guys started talking about Big Pharma and Google and, and conspiracy theories. And I was like, shit, well, mine's kind of pretty fucking trash. But then it kind of tied into to the moon landing. So I, I kind of want to touch a few bases because it is a huge topic. And it's been talked for, for o- over 50 years six, uh, or 40, uh, what, 40, 50 years is that um, uh, the position of the flag, the, the, the fact that, you know, uh, it looks like it's 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 waving. Where are the stars? Uh, you know, uh, the how how it, it was like. The, what is it called? The the one billion dollar swindle. It, that was the whole idea that it was made in in a movie production in in, in Area Fifty One, and the director of uh, of Space Odyssey, two thousand one Space Odyssey, that was made in nineteen sixty eight or nineteen. Yeah, I believe it was nineteen sixty eight. Uh, he was the, the the project manager of being able to make it look like we made it into the moon. I mean, it does sound very interesting to see how 
the first satellite was an American. The first astronaut, it wasn't even an astronaut, it was a cosmonaut, was Russian. Both Sputnik, the first satellite was Russian, and the first astronaut in space was Russian. And it made it, oh, what's up? So I literally just <laughs> listened to the JRE, and I, I mean, he was mm-hmm. a U.S., he was an Air Force guy, whatever. But he was saying that, you know, to get to the moon, we had to go, we had to like go to Russia and then launch off from, from Russia or some shit. Like they're talking about how we, we were so against them, but Russia was essential to us getting to the moon. So they, the media made it seem like we were against each other, but. It was a human accomplishment. Yeah. Like it, it was something that humans accomplished together. Together. But I just thought that was interesting that, you know, the media never talks about that. And this guy no. who was in the Air Force, very accomplished, you know, he just threw this out there. His mm-hmm. interesting perspective, you know, it just, I just want to throw that out there. I don't know how true it is. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm, I'm just a listener reciting what this guy said. The, the media just kind of just portray, oh, what's up? Oh, I was just, I, there, what? I was going to say, let him talk. Oh. <laughs> what he had to say. He was doing his opening okay, statement. No, he, was, he was covering something, but I wanted to throw it out there because he was already talking about it. But it's just like how they had the, the capacity to stream it to Earth live back then when all that was going. That's where I, like, don't, you said that um, Russia had the first, uh, was it, satellite. satellite and all that kind of shit. But, like. I just want to know the logistics and how at that time frame they had everything they needed to basically live stream with audio back to earth. What the hell was going on? I mean, there was, uh, there was radio. There was, it's the same, it's the same way when television just became a thing where everyone had, a, a, a TV. It was like the next biggest fucking thing, and it was—I I don't even think it was color yet. It, TV was a huge thing, and and the, I mean, just think about it—the amount of money that that the government invested so that they can be able to communicate with one from from the the space launch from the launch from the launch pad or not launch pad the the launch pod itself the pod itself to uh to the center or what is it called it's um uh houston headquarters i believe it, they they launched it either in cape canaveral in H- or in houston i'm pretty sure it was in houston yeah i'm pretty sure it was houston so i mean one of the biggest problems for uh space travel was communication they needed to figure out how to communicate if there was a problem that the, a- the astronauts couldn't figure out uh, that was a component inside the module how are they going to figure out what was the problem i mean we we can only we can only tell about how much footage we have on oh he, he's he's having his big camera he's showing uh, the through the window he's showing us the the components he's showing us how we float in space I mean yeah, but it was it was live streamed it was live they were playing it when he said like one small step for man one giant leap for mankind like it was mm-hmm. I I know like nowadays like giant conferences still struggle with live streaming shit. And we're in the 21st century. What, what he was saying is like they adequate, they allocated all their resources. I know, but I just towards I, communication. I understand the money, but I'm just thinking the technology. How, how they had the technology to do all of that and the capability 
you, you probably you, you know how much technology the government probably has they haven't released to us right now i know but i'm just like the railgun the railgun on naval ships was already in in commission on naval ships for 10 years before any news source was able to grasp the the information if the military or the government allowed that to happen which the government did they allowed that that information to be open to the public and it was already in commission for 10 years and they said oh they just released this new uh this new weapon on ship and it's it was a railgun mag magnet magnetized weapon i mean the, the, these these things are are i wouldn't say censored but they're kept from i mean it is censored it's to protect it's to, it's to protect the 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 american the, the national security and to to kind of it's also to not show force on other countries because there's our countries, for example, Israel right now, they have claimed like bunny ears claim to have the largest drone army in the, in the world. And you can look this on atlas.news on Instagram. <laughs> like they're not independent. They're, they're very independent source. They're not leaning on any, any position they're, They they look at news by its facts, raw footage. And Iran says that they have the largest drone in the fucking world, drone army in the fucking world. You know, Iran. But but besides that, um, what what really strikes my my interest is that the the, the the theory states that the person that made or that directed Space Odyssey, two thousand one Space Space Odyssey. I mean, if you look at the the movie, nineteen sixty, made in nineteen sixty eight, where there's it, it really it looks better than Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars was what was in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the graphics, the, the type of CGI that it was implemented, it's a great way to, to connect uh, point A and point B, two points together and say, hey, this is this director, you know, made this. He, he made this because look at Space Odyssey. It, it looks amazing. It looks so real. I mean, he has to be. He has to be the person that, that made the, 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 the moon landing. Look at look at the stars on, and, and you can look at the photos. People taking uh, the the I astronauts taking the photos, photos were were accurate, weren't, weren't they? What's that in that movie? Space Say again. The constellations and the stars in, in the Odyssey weren't they like accurate? I have no idea. I on I, I know I know that um, what's his name? Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. He actually was uh, getting called after him uh, correcting Titanic. Damn. <laughs> the, the constellations in Titanic. And uh, he did a video on YouTube or on whatever platform he was on. And he was saying, hey, these constellations are wrong. It was at this time and the specific day when it happened, these were wrong. And he was getting phone calls and messages and emails from different, comp- uh, from different movie productions on making a movie that would, uh, when it was when it was basically oh if this movie is is based on real life they want it to be as factual as possible so they contact him and make sure that the constellations are right i'm not entirely sure if the constellations were right because if you look at the photos there there are no stars Mm. but yet again i mean if you look in the fucking brights if you look in the fucking sky in the middle of the fucking day there's no fucking stars you can't see them i mean pitch black i mean those cameras maybe could not have been 
uh, optimized to be able to capture light from that far. Hmm. So, I mean, who, who knows how how those cameras were made i have no idea how those cameras were made but it, it just kind of goes to show within those time within in the 1960s those cameras weren't able to yeah. capture light from that far and and stars are, are made from millions of light years away and they're dying next you know, thing you know like what's that you know what's weird is that the other day i was on facebook and there's a video talking about you know the this conspiracy about the moon the flag waving and stuff you know, goes into the conspiracy like it was created in, in a studio. Why the fuck is there wind on the fucking moon when there's no atmosphere? So this guy did a test in his little box. So he, he put a little flag, model, model American flag in a box and said, with atmosphere, this is, I just put a box, you know, and, and the wave, of course, I move the box around and it waves, of, of course. So he pressurizes the box, gets rid of the oxygen, the, the, to make it like a, a setting close to the moon, he shakes the box and, and the flag still waves. So even with minimal atmosphere, the physics of, of what happened in the video fits with, with, with what actually happened. So the waving was disproved like, no, this could still happen in space. So there are people who, who are, you know, still trying to debate this. Debunk it, the yeah. Day, you know, and it's just, yeah. It's weird how these conspiracies are just... Ah, just that, that, that makes me think about gravity itself, that people think that there's not gravity in the vacuum of space. And they're at, even even if it's too small to, to measure, there still is gravity in, in, in vacuum of space, even if, if we can't even feel it. Mm -hmm. And uh, to, for that experiment to make it so that if, if that person that put the vacuum into that put the little flag into a little vacuum seal uh what is it the heavy tempered glass and yeah. it takes all the oxygen out and that's it, it whatever's inside will expand like shaving cream will expand that's what we were talking about right mm -hmm. so it makes me think of like he's doing the test obviously on earth he's not doing it in in space in space so like him moving it while we're still under Earth's gravitation is still going to, he's moving it, you know, that's still motion. You're not in space. You're not in space. So, <laughs> but when you go into natural space, I mean, motherfuckers were, were, they place it down, the dirt might not be fucking stable, fucking, these, they're trying to move it. So, I mean, if you look at the video, it, it's not moving. I, to me, I don't think it's not moving. But the fact that, People say, hey, it's moving. There's no wind. It's it's probably the fucking fan. The fan guy is holding the fan wrong because the astronauts are too hot. You know, it, it really does strike my interest that um, that that conspiracy theories try to point out, hey, look, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. When these people aren't really educated. I mean, I'm not educated myself when it comes to cosmetology, you know, and, and I, what, what was that? <laughs> Justin, what, you have anything to say? Oh, I, I'm just me being the fact checker. I literally just pulled up on YouTube the original 1968 trailer for Thanks. the 2001 Space Odyssey. Right? Uh, I'm blown away. And like, first of all, no I've never joke. Heard of this. I've never even heard of this movie. For okay. real, never heard about it. But really? I just looked it up, and when you say it's better than Star Wars, it yeah. literally looks absolutely amazing. It looks like it was made this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
crazy. Like yeah, I was watching this and I'm like, uh, okay. He's like, I, and I was like, mm-hmm, this is from Warner Brothers account. Like, <laughs> I'm in this bull crap. Like, y'all fix this, y'all edited it, whatever. But now that I'm watching it off of the guy who actually, like, the name of the account that I'm watching it under is the guy who directed the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is that's insane. That's crazy. The graphics Stanley. are just are just like what we have today. It's a super ahead of its time. Like it shows like screens that are in the the ship and they have apps like on our phones, it looks like. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick is absolutely, he's like one of the greatest filmmakers in cinematic history. And and him and the the, the guy from uh, The Simpsons, they're they're both from the future. (laughs) But like, it's just insane. Watching it right now in front of me is just like, wow. The quality of it is compared to Ridley Scott's Alien, what he thought spaceships were going to look like. In- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just off of, I remember like the first old movie I ever watched, and I call it old, was Nightmare on Elm Street with my mom. And the animation and the graphics and everything, and that was absolutely trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they probably had different budgets and shit, but like for this to come out 20 years before that, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then that, and that's why the, the, there's so many conspiracy theory or theorists on the moon landing and it's still growing the people that the, the extremists the ones that really do believe that Being theorists yeah, <laughs> people that do believe that the moon landing was fake and it was stanley kubrick was behind it you know it's a the same podcast I listened to about the guy talking about everything. Uh, he, he said that, you know, he was, he's like, how come we don't go back to, to the moon? And they were like, you know, his excuse was that the mathematicians had all the information up here, is what he said. And whenever they needed the calculations, they would pull it from here and just write it down. And whenever they passed, that information just went with them because there was no technology, there was no you know, advanced stuff to record this information. So the information and the technology to what allow us to go back to the moon is just lost. Well, wouldn't you think Elon Musk would be able to do it? That's I what mean, I'm saying. Like, it's well, conspiracy they're... type. He sold his house so he can uh, put the money into uh, colonizing Mars. I mean, I mean, you're telling me that the the, the one of the greatest minds in in all of humankind or human nature is German scientists from World War II becoming NASA scientists? You're, you're, you gotta be kidding me. There's no way. Oh, that's another thing and it's completely There's no way that NASA scientists that previously were German scientists were the, were the only smart, that, that was the cap of the smartest people in, in the world. They don't There's no way. They know the truth. I mean, they were German. They were Germans, yeah. They were German Nazis, yeah. <laughs> but if if someone's going to say, yeah, that that's that's the cap of our our of our intellect in society, then we then we, we might as well be going into idiocracy. We're going to have a president holding a machine gun and a grenade launcher on both hands and like shooting it, you know. Yeah, this whole podcast is getting flagged. <laughs> <laughs> like fact check everything they'll say 
Do not believe anything you hear in this podcast. Fact check. <laughs> Fake news. Warning. We're all extremists. But I did have, going off of like, Joey saying, oh, I haven't we been back to the moon. I am quite interested into, I can't remember if it was Russell Branson or if it was Elon Musk, but somehow there's a, uh, the first paid space trip is going to happen. In, 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 is it Virgin Atlantic that's doing it? But I, I can't remember. They're going to talk about or Virgin Galactic. Is it is it Virgin or is it? I, I don't know who it is. But Tesla. People, there's a guy who's like super old who paid five hundred thousand dollars just for a seat to go up to space. Yeah, but I, I believe it's Virgin Galactic. But I'm a I'm a fact really check that. Interested just to see the first people that aren't government. It's the first non-government bunch of random trip. Rich Randall. That's are, are you are you talking about um, leaving our atmosphere and traveling at a top speed, reaching into a different country? Is that what you're talking about? What? No, it's it's hey. like it's supposed to go oh, to interstellar travel. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, we're going to the international space station. A bunch of regular people paid a lot of money to go up into a space station and just yeah. experience life in space. Mm-hmm. I never heard this. Yeah, yeah this is. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. What? It's a bunch of rich white. It's a bunch of rich people. No, I know, but I'm trying to figure out oh, what I, the. I have no idea who's doing. I think it's Tesla, but I don't know because Tesla was doing all that testing with like the the um, spaceships like landing themselves mm-hmm. or whatever those whatever they're called. They crashed the other day. Space. So it says that so far eight tourists have been to the ISS aboard the Russian Su- Su- Soyuz rockets. One of them was a Canadian billionaire who went in 2009. There was a first tourist in space who was an American engineer named Dennis Tito who paid $20 million in, in 2001 to spend, to, to spend for eight days at the ISS. What you last week. And and SpaceX plans to send tourists to the International Space Station. SpaceX, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Elon. Yeah, so the guy on the podcast yeah. was talking about it. That the the same guy who's uh, worked for it, it doesn't matter whatever, but he was talking about how people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend a couple hours up in space. And that's how SpaceX and all these people are getting their funding from, hey, you want to go up there? Yeah, we'll take you. And we'll, it's going to cost you a fuck ton of money. <laughs> I mean, SpaceX has their military, or not military, they, uh, their government contracts. After um, yeah. the self-landing, the self-landing uh, launch, or what are they called? The booster rockets, after, the, after they can self, uh, self-land, that's when NASA was like, yep, we want you, we're going to fund you, and it's going to be a federal contract. So it's Force not only them. Say again? The Space Force needs you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Space it's Force, that's another me. fucking topic. <laughs> well, we have Justin's topic, but he disappeared, so hopefully he's not taking a shit. <laughs> and if he is, so be it. But definitely go ahead and... I have a filler joke I wanted to throw in just because you were talking about all the people that Trump pardoned and the people that he should have. And low-key, I really think Joe Exotic deserved the pardon. Come on, that bitch Carol Baskin doesn't deserve to win this shit. (laughs) He He should have been out. Isn't he like... 
Oh, wasn't he charged for murder? <laughs> no, for conspiracy to commit murder. Apparently, she's claiming that he like paid a hitman. I'm like, first of all, the hitman that they're claiming, if you watched any of the Tiger King shit, was the worst hitman in history. <laughs> it's just so dumb. And then he goes on the, the documentary. Well, he was a meth addict, so. Well, and he goes to the, the documentary and claims that he was hired to kill her. But like, you're so dumb. <laughs> I mean, there's your proof right there, the conspiracy to commit murder. I mean, he, he can't he can't be pardoned. He cannot be pardoned. I'm just I'm just saying that would have that would have been a really nice like last day thing to do and then be like, peace out, I'm out. Goodbye. No, because yeah. you're like the attention's not on me. I want all the attention on me. True, true. You pardon Joe Exotic. It was like <laughs> hashtag Joe Exotic, free Joe Exotic, and then Trump gets no information. <laughs> Get no, no, well, sorry, we were, we we're waiting for you. We we're filling oh, it in. Yeah. So, we've got your topic once you're done dying over here. Yeah, well, get, get the dick out of your mouth. No, no, no problem. problem. No problem. I'm just dying. <laughs> you're good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's Oh, David, you're eating some tiramisu. I just breathed in here. I took a sip as I was breathing. What an idiot. Anyways. Come on. So, as everyone who, if you've listened this far to the last episode, you'll know I like to talk about topics that are update, like as as of like right now, something that's happening, just to current kind events. of just to kind of bring it to current. Uh, and mine is last, you know, last episode was the uh, Capitol Hill storming. This episode, I wanted to talk about COVID uh, just because it's still relevant. And now I guess there's like new strains that they're talking about that are that are out and more deadly. And, and there's so many rabbit holes. And there, there really is. There's so many different rabbit holes that you can run down. And this is this is one that I really get into because it's one where there is a lot of misinformation. But then there's also a lot of withheld information. Um from from our government and how deadly it is or how deadly it cannot be um you know and what what they're telling or what they're just putting on these death certificates of people that are are passing away and um because i do have like i've i've multiple people from back home that have told me that their loved one died from whatever incident and and yeah one of them was drowning one drowned. And, drowned. That was the cause of death. Yeah, drowning was the cause of death, and death. And then they put COVID nineteen on the death certificate. And they're, you're like, okay, well, why would you? Why would you put that? And they're like, oh, well, he did actually have COVID. He was positive. Well, that doesn't matter. That's not his cause of death. Just because he had it, maybe, and he just didn't show any symptoms, right? That doesn't mean that you can just count that as one of your things. So there's a lot of things behind the scenes that are going on with that. <clears throat> that I think obviously aren't being brought to light and aren't being talked about except for people like us who are conspiracy theorists or, or people who get into topics and you're like, mm, I don't buy it. So that's, that's my topic. I definitely think it's overdone. I think COVID is something that, uh, you know, isn't as deadly as they're saying by any means. And I think it's just as bad as the flu uh, because the flu kills a bunch of people every year that nobody ever hears about. It's just now you're hearing about this. 
Disclaimer, this is all opinion. This is yeah, not all opinions. Based. All opinion. There's my own disclaimer. my own opinion. So it I I get really like into this because there's just so much I know I, it, I, is. I know it is. My sister, her boyfriend, and two of my cousins all got COVID and none of them had respiratory issues. My yeah. sister has asthma and she still didn't have any respiratory issues. They had a cough. The only thing that was common in all of them was a loss of taste. And that was about it, which is the only consistent thing I've been hearing. On the, on the contrary, my side is my brother had it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not once, but twice. He said he damn near died both times. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Twice. He's he, oh, a pretty big guy. He, he has had some like respiratory issues before, but. When he went to go to get a, when he got his blood work checked, he doesn't have diabetes, he doesn't have asthma, he doesn't have bronchitis, he just had COVID. Mm. And it hit him hella fucking hard, not once, but twice. See, and I, I don't know, like, what to believe. I Personally, I think that there's, like, and I'm not saying it's the flu, but I'm saying there's a flu-like thing going around that's worse than the normal flu. And I feel like it, that's what COVID technically is. But I have a feeling that anybody else that comes in with similar symptoms or similar feelings, instead of calling it the flu or anything else, it's just being considered COVID and they're just being put in that, that um, checkbox. And I mean, that like for what I was saying, by the way, I just wanted to reiterate, oh, I'm yeah. not saying that this isn't something that's real by any means. I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't believe in it and blah, blah, blah. Like there's something that is clearly going around. Yeah. There's something that's clearly going around. Right. It's just, I don't think me personally, it's as deadly as people are making it on because the news is overhyping it. And I feel like it is something that has been so overhyped, obviously for the last year that we've been in this, that people are just buying into it, you know, and Joey has a different opinion on it because his brother went through the mm -hmm. whole thing. But, and it's obviously, like I said, people are, people are dealing with this. It's just, is this something that was created in a lab that was sent out or is this just a different strain of the flu? There's so many different factors for, yeah. for COVID to have a conspiracy, like even the origin of it, like, was it an attack from China? Was it, made in a in a lab was it there was a whistleblower he's gone he's died from the disease from it and then going into the u.s like th and the other thing is like it was a thing i mean technically if people were getting sick from it, it in like november in china people were traveling oh i'm sorry kelsey's got something you're I fine um i didn't want to cut you off i was just like waiting till like, after you're done oh you're... okay oh, sorry. i'm, I'm okay. getting there i'm almost done like yeah. people were people were getting sick of it in like November in China and they were trap people were traveling back and forth before they like made it a thing. So it was already spreading before they before China closed its borders and made it a huge like this is a, a threat. And then in the US, then they started slowly getting numbers only after China uh, reported that they're like closing their borders and closing everything down. So then it started popping up in the U.S., but people were already traveling and swapping and, and exposing themselves well before uh, March of 2018, or, sorry, 2020. But um, I just try to think, like, all the big crowds I was in, I went to a huge concert at American Airlines Center in December, which is when it was really starting to pick up. January, I went to the um, uh, Winter Classic at the Cotton Bowl, 
And when we had to file out, that we were standing shoulder to shoulder with thousands of people trapped. We couldn't move. We couldn't January walk. January 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was January 1st. We couldn't move anywhere. People were having like panic attacks because they were so claustrophobic. So I mean, where was, we were standing, yeah. we couldn't move. Dang. And But we were nobody had masks. That wasn't a thing. We're all within, like, if I sneezed, if twelve people around me, we're going to feel what came out of me. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, like, with social distancing. No. That was not a thing, but I, I never contracted anything, neither did Justin. And not to say, yeah. like, it's not real, and I'm not putting that out there. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that don't add up when it comes to that. That's Someone was just playing Plague Inc. in the wrong computer. <laughs> <laughs> All I was. It's like someone in the Oregon Trail got like uh, the blue blind plague or like smallpox, <laughs> and then it just affected infecting everyone else that's playing Oregon Trail too. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, the bubonic plague was actually uh, spotted in California uh, last year, if you did not know. (laughs) So look that up as well. But, um, uh, you know, as kind of like third opinion, you know, because, you know, you've had, Miranda, you've had a good outcome of, you know, family members with COVID and Joey, you know, your brother struggled quite a bit more with COVID. And thankfully, my immediate family hasn't been affected by COVID. And his, uh, Eduardo's um, family, actually, they did have COVID and they were hit really rough by it too. Um, Like they were, like, they didn't even leave their house that often and they still got it their entire family got it and we have no idea how but they still got it and they all test positive it was yeah three adults and one uh little girl under two and yeah so i would love to say i would this is one of those things that i would love to say yeah it's totally a hoax it's not worse than the flu or anything like that but even with the flu of how high um, death tolls can go up to for that when people aren't vaccinated, uh, you don't hear about how funeral homes have to rent out trucks to hold bodies. You know, um, you don't hear about how the health care is overworked and going through their own traumas of just dealing with that. You know, Um, and I think that for that reason, that's the only way it becomes real to me. I know there's a lot of misinformation of how COVID's going around and the severity for a primary amount of people, because they've said before, like, I think it's like, it's a super high percentage, like 96% or something of people don't get extreme um, uh, symptoms. symptoms. And so the people that do get symptoms, they have no idea why, because some people have uh, previous illnesses and issues. And of course, you know, anybody that is listening, I I know healthcare worker, I, this is not, (laughs) if it's not fact-checked by, (laughs) you know, JB over there, then it don't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, but so my thing is that I, I feel like we wouldn't see this amount of stress on 
healthcare workers and funeral directors to keep up with the maintenance of it if it wasn't as bad as it is. Um, now, that's not to say that I have I have also heard of you know people going in dying of other things, kind of like how you guys said someone had down, died of drowning and they got marked as COVID. Um, the actual reason for that is because government will send funding to where more people are dying um, from COVID as relief. So at this point, everybody's just kind of bleeding dry <laughs> the capital <laughs> of just trying to get their money for their people in that scenarios. And maybe it's not even for their people. Maybe it's for, you know, the, the political gains and um, movements of whatever party that is in charge of that area. That's what I was kind of like, as you were talking, like there's so many different conspiracies wrapped into it. And what you said is really valid too, you know, the, the healthcare workers and there, it, I'm not saying that there isn't something going around that's extremely deadly or extremely, I don't know if it's extremely deadly, but something that's very traumatizing and something that can really affect people. So I'm not saying that, but there are so many different conspiracies connected to it, whether it be like what I was saying, the origin, um, how it got here, what its purpose is, um, how people are benefiting from the lockdown, how people are, uh, how the government is handling. There's so many different rabbit holes when it comes to this. And like you said, with the misinformation, I think that's what really sparks my like interest and why I don't trust anything because at the beginning, they told us we didn't need to wear masks. And then they told us we needed to wear masks. And then they told us that restrictions were lifted. And now they told us that restrictions aren't lifted. And they told us that it could come in off of the groceries we were buying. And now they're saying it can't come in. But the dogs could get it. Now dogs can't get it. But some dogs did have it. And then you couldn't get it a second time. But some people are getting it a second time. And now there's another. There's just so much that I don't. And, and I understand it's a learning curve. But at the same time, don't put out. Uh, don't put out information telling it, people things that you're going like, to go back. It on feels like fear mongering. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a way very valid. Controlled and a way to, I don't know. It's there's so many different conspiracies when it comes to COVID itself that I don't even know where to start. And with me, anyways, because I I listen to other views on COVID, and when I was. Uh, <laughs> When I was watching some of these other doctors that spoke on Capitol Hill, that they, they like did that announcement. I don't know if you guys watched it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, where those doctors were like, why are we putting these people on these um, on these breathing the ventilators? ventilators? All they need is oxygen. Why are we doing it? Like you're killing them because you're, you're making their lungs be like, oh, okay, we don't need to work. There's a machine that'll breathe for you, whatever. And then when they get pulled off, they don't know, you know, the lungs don't want to work anymore. Is it the muscle? It needs to be worked every day. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was basically killing people. And we're just throwing them on ventilators. And it's like, okay, well, that's not what they needed. They just needed good oxygen. And that's where I get into the healthcare too. Like, who's who's also benefiting kind of like pharma, right? Who's being told, like, hey, if you tell this person they get a ventilator, you're gonna get a cut of this. And they're like, Okay, because who's in it for the money and who's in it to actually help people? Who in the political game in the political game is yeah. tied to these corporations? Yeah. Who in the vaccines is getting their bank bank account full of fucking cash off of these fucking pharma pharmaceutical people? It's who's Big it? Daddy. Who, who is it? We don't know. Yeah. We don't fucking know. And who's in charge of that? People who who have the information. 
search engines mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Why can't we find this information? Why can't we find this stuff? Are we supposed to be free and be able to and challenge our people and, and rightfully elect our, our leaders based on factual information? Why can't we like, find this information? Yeah. Why are you uh, manipulating the system to where we can't truly be educated and make rightful decisions of who should be leading us? Because freedom is scary. That's why. Ed, what do you? Freedom is scary. That's why. That's why we need to be put in fences. Because well, it's scary. It goes back to like inalienable rights, stuff that you, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That's what it is in America, right? Mm. We're supposed to be. Can you say that all three of those are, are, are going on in society right now? With, with the, no, are? absolutely not. No, absolutely. I don't even think one of those is happening in our society currently. That's the sad part. I don't think anyone's happy right now. I think everyone's like traumatized by COVID and then on top of it, traumatized by not being able to see their friends, families and uh, having the issues of work. And, you know, uh, last year alone was a fucking hell of a struggle. (laughs) Depression is at a high. So there is more diagnoses of depression and more money in big pharma and more things prescribed on top of the pandemic. That's for the people that aren't sick, didn't get affected by the actual who benefits virus? from all this? Big pharma. Big pharma. Hey. We're probably gonna get sued, just so we all know. Ed, I wanted to <laughs> ask you though. So since you have actually, like your family, like Kelsey said, kind of got hit pretty hard by COVID. Mm-hmm. What well, I mean, what are your thoughts? On- um, it. What really doesn't make sense on COVID is that it comes from. Supposedly, I, I believe it supposedly comes from a laboratory, a high facility laboratory, which I'm assuming they have contingency plans after contingency plans after another, after another contingency plan. And they have policies in place so that things like this don't happen. Someone either accidentally or on purpose released this virus. There, there, there's, there's no other way. There's no other way. It's, it, it's, it's either the fact that someone, what's that? I mean, there, there's so many angles you can get at it. You know, like someone's, you know, someone actually messing with the the virus itself and not knowing that they got contagious, and then they going into lunch or the the the, the food market, and then spreading from there you know i mean there's there's so many you, you can point you can point out so many you know uh dots and say oh this has to connect to this this has to connect to that but my my point is is that it comes from a high level security how how is it released if it's from contact you know if if a doctor touched it or so a text a tech touched it and and got out of the facility without uh, being decontaminated and spreading it, who, who knows? It just it strikes my interest that it, it got out of a high high level security facility, and if it got out from a facility like that, why is a piece of cloth on our faces? Hmm. Why are so many people getting sick, and some of them are not getting symptoms at all, versus someone that's getting the worst fucking symptoms and dying from it? having immune uh, immune deficiencies or uh, uh, their, their immune system not being able to protect it and build antibodies and, and fight that fight the virus because it really is just a virus. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, it, it, like what you said, Miranda, you, you, you were saying that, you know, people are getting, people are not getting sick. You know, dogs are catching it. Dogs are not catching it. I mean, there's so many variables. It's like, it, not all dogs are the same. Not all humans are the same. It, you know, it, it, it's like, for example, like, uh, when you, when, did you know that if you, you know, catch a fish from the ocean and you fucking touch it with your hands and you put that motherfucker back in the ocean, you're actually risking the fish from getting diseases in the ocean. Mm-hmm. It, you, you rip the slime off the fish. It, 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 let's just say that that fish is, is, is going to get nothing out of it. it, it it's going to be completely fine. It's going to rebuild that, that, that slime and nothing's going to happen. But then let's say you grab another fish and you fucking launch, yeet that motherfucker 20 fucking yards. And it, and it goes into an, into an area that's, that's pretty infected. And that, that fish is, is going to be exposed to all types of diseases. There's, there's so many variables that can happen. But at the end of the day, it's what one person that can be completely healthy and take all the vitamins that it needs and then fucking dies from COVID. The body is going to fucking react differently. And that's why this virus is so scary. I mean, no matter what the media, how fucking much it blows, how it blows up and, and, and makes it seem like it's more than what it seems to be. You cannot have so you can, you can only have so many experiments. You can have a hundred people and have 25, four, four groups of 25 and all 25 of those people have all different symptoms. You're never, it's never going to be exact. And that's what's scary about this virus. So with, with that being said, like you said, with a lab, if they did it in a lab, right. And you're creating this and you're, you're monitoring it and you're watching it. And it wasn't something that they just randomly were like, ah, you know, let's create this and just kind of do right. I mean, this is something that they've created. They've obviously been like, okay, well, this is what you could get from this. This is what you could get if, you know. Why did they create it? Why did they do it? Why did they, What's and if they purpose? did do it, didn't they test it? Didn't they go through like levels of like, this is, like if it's lab grown, wouldn't you think that they would have something and if they it's a virus stop it. <laughs> to stop that, if it were to get, you know, cause like you said, contingency plans. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, you know, they didn't just mm-hmm. do it just randomly and all of a sudden it got out and they're like, oh shit, like this is something that they were probably working on for for a while, I would think. Yes, um, and uh, did you have something to say, Joey? No, okay. So um, I forgot where the fuck I read it, um, but I actually- It's all lies. Huh? It's all lies. Fake news. <laughs> um, the the sources I know a guy, and um, <laughs> so I I forgot where I read it, but it was it was stating something along the lines of, of by who was it? Damn it! Uh, like virus, the people that track the viruses. I'm sorry, I'm not good at the, the understanding of. The names of all those scientific peoples but um apparently they first were tracking covid like just general covid um back in like 2015 bro well yeah because there's different strains there's different strains and they thought that covid 19 actually could be viable like back then back in 2015. 
And I don't know if you guys ever looked up of, um, because COVID-19, like the ground zero was supposed to be at like a fish market, right? In China. And I don't know if you guys ever looked up how far the CDC is from that fish market, but it's like walking distance. Like when I'm saying walking distance, I'm talking about like less than 15 minutes of a walk to a full on fish market. Um, I'm not into the, the research that goes into creating vaccines or watching illnesses grow or anything like that. But out of my opinion, I wouldn't think to put it right next to, you know, like Burger King or anything like that either. (laughs) So, um, why would you put it through a, a huge fish market that, feeds a majority of your population you know what I mean or that that goes to a majority of your population that doesn't sound like a smart idea to me go ahead sir um I kind of want to touch back what Justin was talking about and um mentioned that it was man-made was it man-made or was it natural because I I Till this day, I didn't even, I don't even know if it was man-made or not. Conspiracy. That's and nobody, nobody knows. Nobody you know, knows. I was just kind of going off of what you had said, if they made it in a lab or, or if it was in the lab, you know, that if they had done hypothetically. it. You know, yeah, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah. If that's how it was, like they would, like you said, contingency. But anyways, yes. Because the only thing I've been hearing is the... Someone got infected by a bat. Yeah, that's, somebody... that's that's the whole narrative that I've heard from all the sites that I listen to. Not that those are the ones I speak out, but that's all I hear. I haven't heard that it was created. That's not the narrative that they're painting. Is that it was created in the lab? But didn't CDC didn't yeah. CDC debunk that it doesn't didn't come from bats? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. See, that's because there's too many different. There's three different sources. There's two different sources to listen to. At one point, they had said some Aussie-looking guy walked into the fish market and bit the head off the (laughs) head. And so, that's where it all starts. What is that, in the 80s? You know, this could have been a scene out of Little Nicky, and we would have never known. It easily could have been caused by that. (laughs) Then there was a conspiracy that bats. I can't see it, but can't see it. She can't. They can't read it. Huh? <laughs> I can't see where I'm. I can't see where I'm pointing. This comes from the center, uh, Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, the CID rap. Um, coronavirus scan for November tenth, twenty fifteen. Yeah, and it states that. Uh, the king abdul aziz city of science technology and saudi arabia's uh, ministry of health and agriculture have launched a joint program for comprehensive mers uh, cove research on the middle east arab news reported today as the country's ministry of health reported no mers cases for the seventh straight day so uh, they were doing res- they, they launched a mers research effort to uh, conduct research on the MERS Cove sickness, which that uh, which can, uh, infected 1,200 people in Saudi Arabia since 2012, and 546 who died. Oh my God, 
Um, agriculture freak freaking out about the rain outside. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, it's it, 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 and this is this article is coming from 2015, and it's who published, it's, who published it? The article. Oh, uh, University of Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if it's an accredited professor or just some random schmuck. Could, could be. Listen, could not be. That's enough for me. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I could get my fucking doctorate and write some outlandish fucking article and get some bozo to post it. Doesn't mean it's gonna be factual. Oh, speaking of that, so sorry. To, to play back yeah, on to play back on COVID, that just sparked something. There were so many different articles and journals published by different doctors from different areas all across the U.S. or actually even the, the, the world about their opinion on COVID. And all of those, those things, are, like I this whole episode, I'm just going to title it, Are We Free? Because yeah. all of those things were censored, all of it, like yeah. even if they were wrong, because there's so much wrong, there's so many wrong things on the internet that aren't true, but they're still allowed to be there. But there's other things that they're going to claim aren't true. We, I don't know if they're true or not. I'm not here to defend that. But it's a, a published journal from a medical profession, a medical professional, and it's it's not it's blacklisted. It's not allowed to be on the internet. Google won't post it. Facebook takes it down. Same with all the videos that they were making. And but it's an accredited article, right? But it, well, it's accredited. It's an accredited. It's a group of doctors who yeah. study, and it's just, and then they paint them out to be crazy bought out um on on drugs conspiracies uh terrorists like they paint them out to be these these terrible people so that we don't believe them i'm not saying they're correct or anything i'm just saying this is what i'm seeing and And that's are we free because that shit's all getting taken down it's being labeled as fake news and um we're not we're not allowed to think what we want to think but that that goes into the whole. You you guys remember I talked about like the the nurses that spoke out against the hype of uh, the the ventilators. Where they, mm-hmm. we never heard anything about the court case. They brought a court case against like that's why they were there, in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And we never heard anything that ever came of it. I never heard from them again. The that media, was the only video that the I watched. Media didn't want them to to, to broadcast that because it would go against their narrative. Mm-hmm. And honestly fucked up as it sounds this was a, a very political they didn't yeah. do a lot of stuff because they were trying to make fucking trump look bad and it might have been straight up you, you, you kind of hard to fucking deny it yeah. you know they were trying to get this man the fuck out because he was himself and well, then said, we're gonna fuck everyone else just to make sure this man doesn't get elected again so the other scary know, scary like, part about covid shit for me anyways, with conspiracies, is Bill Gates being involved in the making of the vaccination. Yeah. You aren't a health guy. You're not a health guru. You know, you you just, you make computers and you software. made a software. Why are you all of a sudden getting your hands in with the big pharma and being like, hey, let's do this. I'll give a bunch of my money. That worries me because like, okay, I get it. You know, we have big labs that are going to do this, but why are you getting your hands all in it? I, I just wonder, like, if all these, like, rich people, it goes back to that, that whole philosophy of, like, 
you know, sacrifice the few for the greater, for yeah. the for the for the many. You know, we're gonna kill off certain the utilitarian people. theory. Exactly. That, yeah. 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 Oh, Ed's all excited. <laughs> it's, it's true because these theories and these philosophies have been around for millennia for yeah. a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. If these things didn't have merit, they wouldn't fucking exist in textbooks and stuff. They wouldn't still teach it and talk about it. Yeah. They weren't still relevant. So I'm just wondering if some of these one percenters who have the authority and the, and, the, and the power to do this would be like, hey, a lot of people are going to fucking die from this. But in the future, in about 100, 200 years, they're going to look back and see, like, it's a great thing this happened because look at all the fucking advances that came through. But we're stuck living through this bullshit and, and being stuck in our time not seeing the big picture and these millionaires and these billionaires who have all this power to be trying to do what's good. But, you know, we're the we're the cheap slaughter and, you know, Chelsea, you go. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna end it out there. <laughs> um, no, what I was gonna say was that uh, just kind of going into a little piece of like how you think, uh, or like a, how you said that you think like they might be just trying to like make Trump look bad and everything like that. So I actually um, have been like carefully watching into that, like how how stupidly this was politically tied. And um, you can actually look up uh, documentation that's been released by the House of Congress that it actually shows um, Trump's administration to people's. I'm not going to name names here because there's like still um, searches going on and everything like that on documentation, but they actually kept trying to promote herd immunity through COVID and throughout the world, they have been saying that herd immunity is unviable with this, this uh, virus. Yeah. So why they kept doing that for nine months, you know, attempting to gain her herd immunity. And, you know, the the president, you know, Trump, when he was in, he was notified of this. That's that's the worst part of it all. He was told about the idea of herd immunity and he wanted to support or not wanted. He did support that ideal. And. I, I think for that reason, because he wasn't listening to scientists and he was getting his information from his administration, <laughs> you know, from Bill Gates, <laughs> you know, that, you know, maybe that might be the reason as to why it got as bad as it did. He didn't want to lose jobs. He didn't want to watch our economy fall apart the way it did. I don't think anybody would have wished for that, especially there in office, but um, it just kind of ended up happening that way because he wasn't listening to the right people. Yeah, kind of going off of that then is another thing that really confuses me. And I Personally, I make it my goal to shop small, shop local. I try mm-hmm. to be as, I try to support small businesses and I try to be as eco-friendly as I can for my lifestyle. So with that being said, shopping small is usually the best way to do it. But I noticed that who are the people that got the richest during COVID? Who are the people? Amazon. Uh huh. Um, the people who are big bu- Amazon's number one, and then all of the big businesses, and then also there's like a there's another another conspiracy that 
this whole thing was founded by Zoom because I never heard of Zoom before the coronavirus. Now that's all I fucking use. Never. And then Google, now I'm slowly using Google Hangouts for what I'm doing for work. But like all everybody was talking about was Zoom. That's all I heard about. That's just like a funny conspiracy. You know but we, need? we need a pandemic. But I'm just saying, you know, like what, what, right? you know, Amazon and Zoom got the, were the most like popular things during COVID. And then Google, because we were all pushed onto social media. We had nothing to do. We were all pushed onto yeah. social media. Netflix made a ton of money because people were getting subscriptions. Um, Google and YouTube, uh, YouTube's like premium. People were paying for that. Uh, some people bought the plans for Zoom so you could like you could talk longer with more people. Um, yeah. And just any other kind of like digital items. But like, and then who suffered? Who suffered the most? The small businesses. And then now I'm seeing because I'm sucked into like drama on YouTube. I'm seeing that <laughs> these YouTubers applied for PPP loans for their companies so that it's it's money from the government that they don't have to pay taxes on. I'm thinking about doing that. <laughs> I'm like, are, you, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. you're the ones that don't need the money and you're taking the money from yeah. businesses. I know there's a hole in my sweater. Holy, holy, holy. What the fuck is going on? What's um, so the, that's the other that's thing. Insane. Like, who's, who's you got a SWAT Mothman, girl. Grubhub, that's another one. Grubhub delivery yeah. services. Yeah. Um, what else? Instacart. I love Instacart. I, I'm not going to lie because I hate grocery shopping. But there's so many other like businesses that took off. It's just, it's just crazy how what who benefited and who lost. And then like. Going off of that, the other like conspiracy that like the one that I can't think about too much because it literally will cause me anxiety is I don't know if we're being set up to live off of government rations almost. Now that's an extreme. That's an extreme. That's an extreme like conspiracy. But like people are laid off. The government painting out money for us. Not that six hundred dollars pays for anybody's rent. Literally anybody's rent. But okay. You don't want to get the government. You don't want to get used people used to the government. Living off the government. Living off the government. It just it's really scary because then there's there's not choice in things and everybody's at the same. It's 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 scary. It's scary. It's scary. There's just a lot of scary concepts and that basically the government owns us is where I get creeped out. But guess what? That's what happens. That's what we're. That's kind of where we're at anyway. So. It's a whole like everything connects. I feel like this whole episode, everything has like it really is connected. Yeah. Whenever, whenever y'all start talking about your topics, I was like, that's crazy how it kind of ties into my topic. And then yeah, and then we all just kind of sort of tied it all together. But that's why I kind of like to bring up relative topics of like right now, current, and COVID is is there is multiple bunny holes that you could run down with it. And, and rabbit holes that you could just like, like bunny holes. you could just go forever and get yourself lost and that's that's like the one thing that I try not to do but like I said in the beginning I'm I'm more of a fact kind of guy and the fact that there's there's just nothing with this there's no actual facts of because everything is misinformation so yeah. nobody knows what to believe and nothing's I, consistent that's a, nothing's consistent there's so many like facts out there but they all say different things and that's 
Oh, you, you can't you can't find one source. Normally, science doesn't work that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. With science, usually if it's like a is weren't we taught if something is a, a theory versus a fact, like a theory is it happens most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. When you do it, and then the the fact I can't remember what it's called, but the, like when you do experiments, there's mm-hmm. you have a theory, and then there's something else. A hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like scientific method. Yeah, no, like, like, I know what you're talking about. When something's yeah. actually proven, it becomes Fact. It's a difference. It, she's just talking about the difference between theories and and and, and like facts. I guess stuff. that's all I can think yeah. of. But like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. that's same as a theory. What did you say? No, that that they, someone brought up hypothesis. So I was like, okay, so hypothesis is just an educated guess. That's not what we're trying to talk about. It's the scientific method of trying to figure out. What is fact, and how can our theories become fact? And that's our, that's the hypothesis, making an educated guess. A lot of things are just theories right now. There's no actual facts, and even trusting the CDC. And I'm not saying don't trust the CDC. I'm just saying where I stand. I see a lot of, um, what do you call it, <laughs> uh, disagreements with other uh, sources that are credible too. I, it's uh, contradicting. I don't see anything that is solid. Nothing that there's something that sort of or overlap, but if you were to put them all together, they're all completely different. That's that, where that's where I go. Yeah. That's that's why I wanted to bring up the topic, just because. Yeah, and and it's and it sucks because we're living it, and it's depressing because we, we all now that we're talking about it, you could just go down. So many oh, other, get oh, deeper oh, and deeper and deeper until you finally get to like what you think is the root when you're not going to find it. It's we're, we're the, the guinea pig generation for, yeah. for technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to experience all the, the, the good about technology, but also all the all, bad. All the terrible. None of these technology has any regulations because it just got invented yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get to experience all the, the crazy, crazy, crazy shit before it gets, you know, put a cap on it. Mm-hmm. Before all the we're stuck in the age of disinformation. Oh, in the future, it's probably going to be regulated and fact checking and all this stuff. But for right now, we're stuck in the age of there's just too much shit out there. Yeah, you know. And Kelsey, like we were kind of all talking about earlier, with the, the are they stuff. are they protecting us? Yeah, or, like this ties into that as well. Are you protecting us or are you not? protecting us and you're just doing are you protecting us or are you protecting yourself mm-hmm. it, it, it would just go all to uh i would like to believe you're protecting us <laughs> i would like to believe that the government's protecting us but then also fucking shafting us at the same time <laughs> so i mean we got we got your we got our political whatchamacallit in your who's a what's it what's it but you know, at least you're not getting shot by Russians. <laughs> exactly. That that that, that, that kind of makes me think of like how appreciative I am about living in America because people really don't think like America is not the great, like it's not the greatest. But just imagine there's places where there's no there's no running water. There's no like you would have to walk like a few few miles to take a shit. That's you know? right. Michigan is so far away now. <laughs> but i know what you're talking about because i literally just had a talk with my nephew about that yeah 
all perspective, you know. I want this this my nephew to know. You know, we're 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 very fortunate to be where we are in this first world country where we can give clean water to our animals. Whenever we go to the restroom, we, we flush away clean water. water. And it's just put in perspective, like some people don't have these things. You know, some people have to search for water. And we we have look, we got glasses and we're just taking all these uh in, in, in geography, we learn, you know, uh, in college, I learned there's luxuries in the first world that we, we think they're necessities. You know, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, electricity, we think these are necessities. But in other countries, several countries, these are luxuries. Mm-hmm. Necessities are drinking water, food, exactly. shelter, and things. And we take them all for granted. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. a weird perspective. But it, it, it humbles you to know that there's a world out there that doesn't work the same way, you know, it just humbles you to know that we have it made. Talking about that, like, I just had a talk with my father-in-law about when I was deployed to Libya and Syria, and how I would just literally wake up and hear jets fly over. Like, they would just launch off the carrier, and just just by hearing that, it's just like, damn, like, they're about to get it, you know, they're about, they're about to get some. And then not actually thinking about the innocent people that are impacted, are impacted, that are impacted by those, those sites and, and, and those experiences. And there was a time where, you know, we just, I got out of the, the hatch bay, I opened the hatch bay door and just look outside and, you know, just to see, like, it was pitch black, you know, I couldn't really see shit. And um, seeing the clouds, because you can kind of tell it was like a bright moonlight and, and um, you can see the, the clouds flashing. And it's, and it's, 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 it puts you in that perspective, like, damn, like, some, they're, like they're getting some, you know, those pilots are getting some. And then those innocent people that are just trying to survive and, <laughs> and they're, they're scared, you know, they're scared that they're, that these Jets are flying over them, and all they hear is explosions. You know, it, it really, it really does put a lot of things in perspective. Yeah. It's very fucking scary. I'm very fortunate just to like wake up and like, oh, it's gonna be a fucking normal day. I wish I, I yeah, I'm just gonna make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, mm-hmm. and these people are, are are looking for their family members in rubble. You know, it really, it really is unfortunate. And it also, it's, it, it fucking sucks. I think, I think there was. Um, you know, because I kind of teeter-taught with that idea of being humbled by what the experiences are outside of our own country and everything like that. And, um, you know, of course, obviously, I'm thankful for being able to turn on my sink and clean water comes out. And I'm thankful for having a running toilet, you know, things of that nature. And... I guess there's also a moment where I go and I'm like, I, I think, you know, I am thankful for these things, but I also have to ensure that we are holding our government accountable mm-hmm. because I feel like that can easily slip away if we don't, you know, things are constantly changing in our government and the way it's shifting right now and how sneaky government is being 
how how far are we really from becoming that? You know? How? I think we already have slipped over that. We've we've already gone over that line to a certain extent of 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 what you're saying there. Yeah, of like allowing violence to to roam rampant for drugs to enter our community, no problem for you know, losing, literally, you see, like, as I brought up earlier, um, people losing their empathy, you know, like, people literally are losing their humanity to big pharma, to the corporation uh, capitalism of our country. And I, I guess we just have to find out when and where is that last stand to say this is enough, you know, that we choose our humanity and the continuation of the way we want to lose or live our life. Go ahead, Miranda. Oh, I was just, I was thinking of a way to sum everything up and also leave it with almost a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. um, it's an idea. It's not, I don't know if it's a, a huge conspiracy. I feel like I've seen forums about it before, but what if 2012, when the year was put, when the world was supposed to end, oh, yeah. right? Oh no, don't do this to me, Miranda. Well, this is a cliffhanger to end. I, I feel like, cause we can, we can wrap so much into it, but <laughs> What if 2012 was that that line that we weren't supposed to cross? That's where that line was. Everything, things that were, because think about it, that's when social media was really reaching its peak. It was really getting there and and big pharma mm -hmm. and the, the, the political system, everything. There was so much going on in 2012. And what if that was that line we weren't supposed to cross and we crossed it back in 2012 and now everything that we're experiencing is the shit is, is the, the repercussions of everything that happened in 2012. We were given that choice not to step over that line, and then we did. Damn it, Miranda. Sorry, what are you saying? I just... What, what, what? <laughs> I'll say that. I will not repeat that. Okay. okay. So, Do you know? I, I, feel, I feel like this is a good, a good way to... Um, to kind of sum it up and get ready for yeah. the next episode that we work on, just because I feel like a lot of things can be wrapped into it. But what does that have? <laughs> so, so I was saying that the person, the mind that made the calendar is dyslexic. <laughs> that too. That too. It's a <laughs> one. I have heard that. I haven't seen that. I thought that's where she was going. <laughs> no, I. have <laughs> seen that. But my my theory is like 2012 was when. We needed to stop a lot of the things that were, were going on. We, we should have started putting regulations. And that's when things uh, needed to be fixed and, and nothing happened. Free. And now we're experiencing the repercussions. Oh. Like who's to say, because a lot of that, a, a lot of shit, God, there's so much that we could have stopped in 2012 that's coming up now. Party B is a thing. Oh that's God. so true. <laughs> All you have to say is that, bro. Yeah, she's making money off of that right now, but you just said her name. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> like eating Tide Pods was a thing. Eating Tide Pods on the internet was a thing, and that was that's, that's a drink now. Like that's that's an actual drink you can order at an actual bar now. That is terrifying. It's just, I'll think about all the outlandish shit that we've seen since 2012. Dude, when when we get old, when 
when we're like in our like 70s 80s you know when we're up there and we have grandchildren or you know grandpuppers or whatever grandpuppers um you know people are gonna think we're fucking insane because like we're literally gonna be like when we were kids gay people didn't have rights and (laughs) when you touch the tv your hair stood up and we would talk into fans for three hours long because we like the uh, noise that it would give off (laughs) you know um and i see people making memes about how they're gonna have mario karts at the nursing homes when we're old and i i am nothing but happy for that because you know if they legalize and they got mario karts and just pass me the bong and i'll be good god I love it. It's it's I'm the, okay with it's it. Crazy. I'm okay with it. It's yeah. crazy. Right? Like when we were kids, they they showed a they pulled in the the TVs into the classroom so we can watch the people jump out the towers. Like, <laughs> um, <for real. laughs> dude, I remember floppy disks, bro. Oh, floppy, floppy, floppy. You guys play the orange Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Are we gonna go north or west? Oh, oh dang! I got chicken pox. You remember when we used to have to print out our uh, directions <laughs> off a of map quest? Map quest, man. Oh, my mom never listened to us either. He's like, "What's the point of printing a map? You're not gonna listen to me." <laughs> it said, "Turn left. Turn left." <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's, it's crazy. going out in public, guys, like that going out in public in crowds with no masks, like we out and without masks in crowded bar dive bars remember, that were covered in remember, fucking vomit. Were y'all there whenever yeah. they like you come here often, right? Like, oh, she's hollering, yeah, I come here often. <laughs> <laughs> she walked by with her boyfriend later. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Are you trying to make him jealous? <laughs> God. Pool volleyball. Like, there's so much shit that we did. Like, so nasty. Uh, How much pee was in that pool? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Pool volleyball. Yeah, that volleyball was nasty. <laughs> the kids are gone, but the pee's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though, because when when COVID's done, I feel like people are gonna have a different sense of. Well, I'm hoping people are going to have a different sense of hygiene that or everybody's going to be like, share your germs with my germs again. Like one of the two. A desanitation station. <laughs> right. I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah. I think that's probably a good place to at least stop recording at that point. Oh, like <laughs> I'm going to stop recording in a minute. I just have to have Joey say his uh, final words, which are. It's all perspective. There you go. So, so you would you would edit into that, like being the last. Stop talking. (laughs) It's all perspective. perspective. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next month on the next Inner Circle podcast. (laughs) All right, let me stop recording.